Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to A, a podcast, podcast Will Save, save This Relationship. My Halloween name is Sarah. Spooktacular. My name is Sarah, she, her. I'm Josh, he, him. And on today's Halloween spooky episode, we talk about the horrors of rooster teeth. And then we, uh, we be- beware of wolves. Beware of wolves, because there's a wolf story this episode. Two you chapters, know what I'm saying? Baby. Two chapters. A big, a big, big change in the big wolf story. Big change in the wolf story. Some fucking... Dramatic some elements. Dramatic elements. 47 comments. And t- yeah, at one point. At one point. Pretty crazy. This is pretty good. And then we did some Reddit and listener stories on fucking <laughs> shitty friends. Shitty moms. Lots of people are asking us if they can... Cut people out of their lives. Which, baby, that's a personal decision, girl. <laughs> Why'd you come to us? <laughs> Be a huge dick about it? No. <laughs> what what no, the no, fuck no. are you asking us, motherfucker? Why the fuck are you asking us? What, we have a form or something? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, uh, did we ask... <laughs> No, we appreciate <laughs> we it. We appreciate it. No, I'm joking. I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Halloween. I'm bro Josh. Yeah, Josh is uh, cosplaying as himself, but as a bro. But as a bro. Yeah. Women? Women. <laughs> Do you think David Schwimmer goes, women? Women. On my penis. <laughs> On my penis. No. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 sexism aside. <laughs> Yeah. We hope you enjoy the show. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit the goddamn bell and raise five stars on all podcasting platforms. Hit and the check goddamn out bell. our Patreon and buy me a coffee. Both of them AP forward slash ABWSDR. And there's a Skillshare link down in the There's a lot of sh- Skillshare the link in the description. A lot of shit. Click on through. it, click look on at it. it, and buy stuff. <laughs> consume. Consume. Just like you consume this podcast. Thank you for watching. That'd be enjoy good, the show. That'd be a good Halloween outfit the the consumer oh yeah obey yeah yeah obey yeah. how is it they live yeah the they live. live guys yeah hell yeah that would be pretty good i fucking love it dude i would do that i wish we knew people who threw parties or and wanted to see us <laughs> anyway i'm gonna go to bed see ya see ya bye <laughs> enjoy the show Seventy-seven degrees in here, baby. Let's fucking go. You don't know what degree it is. In Seventy-six here. degrees in here, baby. You could, in your mind, make it seventy. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today, Josh? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Sarah? Doing We're jumping good. right into it. Yeah, we, we are, yeah. baby. It is what time? I don't know. I don't know what time it is. It's half past a freckle. Half past a freckle, aka ten twenty four. That's not bad. That's not bad. We're okay. <laughs> Welcome to a late night podcast, everybody. Welcome. Um, fucking. How do we start these? I don't know. Dude, you have the we, rooster teeth thing, right? I do have the rooster teeth thing. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Another, what's <laughs> going on with rooster teeth? Okay, 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 okay. Last episode, you were like, "Well, at least rooster teeth's still around," and then oh, I yeah. was like, "Well, aren't they declining? Don't people think?" And then we called the people who think that they're shitty. De- uh, parasocial, and I want to amend that statement. Since I want since to, then. I want to uh, apologize for some things I said last podcast, <laughs> and also half the reason why we took a week off is because I like watching the world burn and watching a company. As we all know, when we take a week off, the world burns. And you know what? Good riddance. Yeah, because then I have something to talk about. Uh, yeah, I, I do want to clarify. It's not parasocial. To uh, call out your bosses for being generally shitty, you know? What yeah, I mean? no, I, yes, no, I. It's not. 
and it's not parasocial to be like, damn, I'm not going to fucking watch them anymore because they're shitty. You know? It's, yeah. That's okay. They're shitty now. We all know. Well, we all know it. We kind of yeah. knew it before. We knew it before. <sighs> but it wasn't I will say, this well, we bad. were talking about that, we were talking about uh, specifically, we watched a video like months ago. Yeah. About... It was literally just looking at view counts and shit, kind of. Yeah, like, it was looking at subscribers it, and view counts, which I, I was mean, talking about, like how they went politically correct and fucking, you know. Yeah, it was kind of strange. Very yeah. ironic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they did. Yeah, I don't actually. think they actually did. So, uh, props to you. Uh, yeah, uh, video essayist. But um, okay. So I, I guess yeah, this is part two of our uh, internet companies uh, garbage exploding. fire imploding exploding smorgasbording all over the fucking internet. I read so many notes app, twitlongers, whatever. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> There's so much crap. Yeah, it, this is such a... Because, like, it's it has, it's been known at Rooster Teeth for a little bit that there's been a pretty shitty um, work environment and culture, especially with, like, racism and shit. Yeah. Uh, since, like, 2020, right? Oh, okay. So I looked into it a little bit more... Uh, so in 2020, uh, the daughter of uh, uh, Mika Burton's her name, and she's mm-hmm. the daughter of um, LeVar Burton. Oh, yes. Yeah, I she worked this. at Rooster Teeth and then quit because of racism. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal in 2020. Uh, 2021 happens, and it's the cheating and the grooming thing at right. uh, Funhouse and Achievement Hunter, respectively. Mm-hmm. And this year... <laughs> I think I think third time's the charm for a company to go under. <laughs> yeah, three strikes and you're out. Three kinda. strikes and you're kind of fucking out. Yeah, um, straight up. What Which is honestly, it? those other things are can- cancelable. Yeah, no, I think yeah, they should have been canceled. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe the cheating and the grooming are very like one-off events. Maybe it's but, more about the people's thing. In those two cases, that seems more. But it, it seems like it's more of a culture thing in general. It's interesting because yeah. apparently the racism should have been the cancellation. Racism should have been the cancellation. Yeah. It's not like should have fixed about that. Um, it's interesting. Okay, so last year the with the grooming and the um, uh, what is it? The grooming really ruined Achievement Hunter, and the cheating mm-hmm. fucked up Funhouse. These are both subsidiaries, I think. I think Achievement Hunter is technically directly under Rooster Teeth, and Funhouse mm-hmm. is like its own separate thing or whatever the fuck. And then, because, like, Funhouse apparently is now the least problematic. I'm going to say that, and it's going to be wrong in a week. Yeah, and I'm wrong. But, yeah. So, uh, I'm saying that now. So They're all going to be, like, a part of the KKK or something. <laughs> Fucking probably. Yeah. But no, because, like, I was watching um, Alana Pierce's video on it. Yeah. Um, uh, Just randomly, because someone talked, like, I think Jesse Cox was talking about it. I was, like, mm. by his news thing or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And apparently the people there are pretty good, but it's literally... Everyone else. Everyone else. Wow. And it's like, it's not like, it's not like, I think the, pretty much anyone that wasn't a manager or like directly talent, like apparently the animation team is cool, but they got, they suffer from the crunch. They yeah, suffer through yeah. a lot of, you I know, bet. that bullshit. Um, okay. So, okay. Timeline. We've, okay. So this year mm-hmm. they fired a guy named Matt. Yes. And I don't remember Matt from, I used to watch like Achievement Hunter as a teenager. Yeah. Um, that was the main one I watched. Uh, and then I got into Funhouse more into college. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I I was never really a Rooster Teeth. I really tried. I watched. I tried to watch Red versus Blue from the beginning. I tried watching Achievement Hunter from the beginning. Yeah, and I just couldn't get into it. I got into Achievement Hunter. I don't think I really got into Red versus Blue. I remember a bunch of my friends in high school was really into it, and they were into like Ruby too. But I never got into Ruby. I never got into Ruby either. Yeah. Um. 
It's interesting to me because this is like one of the first web companies and this is like one of the longer lasting ones. So like, yeah, I've at least had like some interaction with them since like maybe middle school, you know what I mean? Or like watched them since middle school. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing is like, I always thought of Rooster Teeth as the like, make it yourself company. Yeah. You know, I always thought of them as the like the goal for an internet company, not in a in a maybe a culture. I didn't really know anything about their culture TBH, but I think they kept the culture pretty pretty bad. Secret and yeah. like not they didn't really present it out to anybody. Yeah. And it was really like only in the past few years has it kind of slowly more and more come out yeah. and rumbling underneath everything. It's it's just weird because it's like um I watched SourceFed as a company uh, pretty much the entire time. Um, and uh, I was very devastated when they closed down, when discovery closed them down, but it was, it, I guess the era of like internet company, you could make a company with your friends and, you know, start a business and yeah. make a bunch of money and live off of that was like an interesting dream to have. So yeah. I was invested in, Rooster Teeth, the company succeeding, not knowing really anything about the people or the culture. Yeah, and like, which is uh, my fault, I guess. Yeah, no, and I get it. And like, it's very, it's very um interesting now going back, especially with like the the Caden shit, which is like the yeah. the main thing. And like yeah. going back, like, holy shit, I never realized That's that because I do crazy. vaguely remember that. Yeah, uh, but okay, so like, fire Matt, they he's mm-hmm. laid off. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing because apparently Matt was one of the good people at specifically Achievement Hunter. Because mm. uh, Achievement Hunter is kind of now becoming one of the worst sections of like, at least one of the worst like brands, I guess. Mm. Apparently, Sugar Pine Seven definitely had something because there's um Autumn from Sugar Pine Seven left uh yeah a pretty interesting and redacted note with her firing i read that yeah and it's interesting because i was like dang i really like steven subtick because he was from source bed and everything yeah and i I did watch sugar pine seven but um what she says in her note is that there there was an incident that happened that wasn't her story to tell so she redacted it um and it had nothing really to do with the sugar pine seven boys like it had yeah. it was mostly it was her being put in a position at rooster teeth as a manager yeah like i think she was technically middle management yeah she moved up to middle management at rooster teeth and then she was put in a position where she had to um she had to deal with uh an incident instead of hr stepping in and dealing with the incident or anyone yeah. else doing it it was just left to middle management to deal with and they were really given no resources to do that, which yeah. is really sincerely fucked up from like a core standpoint at a company. That's yeah, and not that's like good. the crazy thing too. And like, um, I remember this from when I worked at Universal. This was kind of ingrained in my head: is that HR isn't there to work for you; it's to work for the company and yeah. protect the company's ass. But like, that's the th- that's fucked up. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying that's how part of HR should be protecting the company from lawsuits you know yeah and so there's there's you know hr people in hr that are sitting there and saying oh this person sexually harassed you or assaulted you Mm, sounds like you're getting fired tomorrow or then there's hr people that go oh okay let me actually deal with this so that not because i care about you but so that we don't don't, i don't want to deal with i don't want you to sue us yeah 
Which is also crazy from that perspective because someone should have done something about a lot of this. Yeah, like a lot of these are like just stupid fucking why would you let this happen in your business? Especially a lot of them. And all of it's like really bad. But like I think the one thing that you could probably get easily is the not being paid. Yeah. As the lawsuit thing. Because if the response to you're not being paid is, ah, forget about it. Uh, move on. Yeah, that was uh, that was about Caden. Right? That was about Caden. Yeah, Caden yeah. started as an intern for six months, and then I think they weren't paid. I, I think um they were uh I think they were contract. I don't know if they were necessarily oh, an intern. Sure. Uh, but they they weren't paid for like the first few months or so of work. Then they got paid forty thousand, which was thirty thousand less than everyone else. That's insane. Which is wild. And That's then so, I think uh, she said that um someone rooted for her to get to 70k she doesn't mention who you know whatever it's fine uh but yeah so it gets up to 70k but she's called a slur by everyone achievement hunter yeah they they gave her a nickname that was for the f slur for the f slur (laughs) and they used coded language so that way they could say it in videos which got the entire audience to say that for them and make that their uh nickname which is so fucked up it's crazy town yeah so so God damn! I, yeah, that's saying it like, out loud is that the is worst. insane that you would do that. That's yeah. so that's like advanced bullying. That's advanced. That's advanced fucking bullying. Yeah, oh so, and that God. goes on for a few years. I think it stops around 2020, 2021, but yeah. it's still like six years of that. Yeah, fucking insane. And uh, what is it? Uh, she keeps working there. She quit. I think apparently this year in like July. Mm. So a few months ago she quit, and then Matt gets fired. That's the straw that breaks the camel's back for her to release everything about it, because I guess Matt was probably one of the better people. Yeah. Especially within her department, because I think they work together. Oh, okay. And I think all the editors have been very good to each other, I think is... Yeah, it seems like uh, it's... I'm using very, like, general statements. I could be very wrong, uh, it, but... It, it reminds me a lot of my shitty jobs, where yeah. the team is good. The team is good. Everyone else is r- rooting for the downfall of the team. They're, they they mm. are trying to make it so that you do not want to come into work and that you are underpaid, undervalued and everything. Yeah. Because of some other nebulous plus that will happen for CEOs or the higher ups, you know. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like it's definitely a lot of the higher ups in management that's really the mm-hmm. core root of the problem cuz like there's uh what is it? Like the main guy for Achievement Hunter I think is Jeff is his name uh jeff ramsey i don't know yeah i think that's he's like the main guy and he's like one of the ones that didn't do anything about like whenever caden would like respond or like bring up issues or yeah i'd be like hey i'm not comfortable with this jeff was like wouldn't do anything about it it would just fall on deaf ears and like gavin was on this is a fucking serious (laughs) okay but no fucking no so like uh but um yeah uh what am i thinking i don't know uh, but, like, there's Gavin, who I think was, like, kind of a co-owner. Not co-owner, but, like, he was one of the founding people. Yeah, I remember that, like, Gavin. Yeah, and, like, uh, it's it's interesting because, like, they all respond. Like, pretty much everyone that was on that team responded publicly in some way or another. Mm. Um, but uh, Caden only accepted Michael's apology, which is fucking crazy you to sure? me. Really? I believe, from the three people that apologized that I've seen, which is Michael, Gavin, and Jeff. Caden accepted Michael's apology. I'm going to reply you. to Gavin's yeah. and called out Jeff for being because he's a boss. He was the fucking yeah, he boss. He was the boss, yeah. and he should have done something about it. That's that was the thing. It's I think reading all those apologies, it was very like 
okay all right i get it all right fucking it, it almost seemed as if like especially jeff's it almost seemed like he was like all right it's a long time ago get over it yeah which is not the thing to do in an apology no it's not you do have to own it you do have to own that there was a, up a little period bit of, of your time yeah of the time in your life where you thought it was okay to say that yeah i think um there's another co-owner i think his name's gus and he's like one of the main rooster teeth people yeah along with jeff who tried to apologize and Caden called him out mm-hmm. uh rooster teeth sent out the worst corporate apology literally the worst thing i've ever seen in my life literally did I don't nothing i think there was an apology I don't in think there. There was. they sorry uh yeah they didn't send out an apology it was a my statement apologies. it was a statement yeah. yeah it was a it was a press release you know, it's 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 uh, the bare minimum they have to do to save their ass. And this is not something similar to the Try Guys where, okay, it sounds like legal speak. Because that makes sense. Because That made sense for the Try Guys. This makes no fucking sense because now this is just in the court of public opinion yeah. at this point. So now you got to save your ass as a company. And now, okay, it's not like Try Guys 2 because even though Ned Fulmer was a founder of the company, it seemed like it operated more like a co-op where yeah, the did. four managers... We're yeah. all friends. One of the managers was shitty. Yeah. And they kicked them out. Yeah. And this Rooster Teeth is a company that is purely there for profit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're all shitty managers. And yeah. here's an, uh, uh, an underling that we don't need to care about. And then the underling rises up and calls out the fucking right. shitty management. And one of the interesting things I saw on Twitter about this was everybody apologized for the slurs. No one gives a shit about the Nobody payment. No one cared about the payment. And then it was funny because people were commenting like, okay, I don't care about the racism or the homophobia. <laughs> is Which just- is like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I can excuse racism, but I draw the line <laughs> of not being paid. Yeah, it's like, you can excuse racism. Uh, yeah, like so... But I get it. I understand what you're trying to say. It was just funny to me to yeah. see a lot of tweets like that. Weirdly, everyone's like... We can only look at this real capitalistic lens. Yeah. Money wasn't paid. That was due. We got to fucking go in. You must be the devil. No. So like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting having both of these back to back. Yeah. uh, With the try guys and the rooster teeth shit and seeing two completely different responses. It's the action, right? Yeah. Try guys. There was an action. There was a, there was a lot of action. Swift month. It's they kept it secret as much as they can for a month. They listened to the fans. They did. They listened to the, the fans. fans. told them about it. And then they decided, oh, this is bad. Let's Ned Fulmer is this. fucking stupid and was like, oh, yeah, no, I totally did the yeah, bad what? thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would have known if he just lied? <laughs> he could have just lied. Oh, well, that's no, not me. That's, not <laughs> that's a deep fake, actually. It's a deep fake, actually. Yeah, it's not me. It's all, so all. then the other three guys are like, oh, fuck, we got to get a bunch of consulting firms and PR people. And now we got to kick them out somehow without getting our asses. And this served. like fucking stupid company is just like oh yeah we've been doing like uh, uh, fucking war crimes we've been trying to do better since 2020 <laughs> it's like well dude it's not what the fuck is wrong with yeah, you yeah and it's really funny where it's like you guys only decided to start caring in 2020 right be- when you got called out when you got called out the first time <sighs> i don't know i talk a lot about like growing up on the internet during a time where everybody thought it was okay to say racist things say homophobic things like youtubers doing blackface and yeah uh, anti-sjw shit being main mainstream and people giving a lot of pushback to these progressive ideas of hey maybe you shouldn't be fucking racist hey maybe you shouldn't be misogynistic 
and uh, that's what I mean. The culture of rooster teeth goes into exactly what I mean. It's that sort of dude bro. We can say the F slur because everybody knows that we're not homophobic, even though we're being homophobic right now. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a joke, bro. You yeah, know? and uh, it's interesting to see now as a society we're seeing how that kind of seeped into the young people watching. Yeah. Hmm. You know? I get that. And now as they become adults that are taking accountability for their actions and care very deeply about these things, they're like, wait a minute, that was never okay. And they go back and they think about it and they're like, wow, yeah, huh, huh, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. I don't think it's bad to rethink about your position or anything but it's just you have to be genuine yeah you have to be open to change and remitting that you fucked up every single person is going to be able to tell when you're genuine or not especially if you make it so easy that you don't do the action you just say sorry everyone's been through that everybody's had somebody in their lives that doesn't do the action but says that they're sorry yeah and isn't really sorry I think Rooster Teeth ironically placed a thing out today, like, we're taking this week off, uh, but next week we're back at it, baby. We're going back. We're going back into it, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's very much like it's going to be business as usual next Monday or whatever, right. you know? Right, it's, you know. So, it's fascinating. Fascinating it times. Is. What yeah. do you think the next company is going to be, though, go under? I don't know, another company. Phil DeFranco's company? I don't know. Fucking, Does he have one? He just has a bunch of editors, right? I think he just has a bunch of editors, yeah. Mm. Uh, he has a t-shirt company, right? H3, H3 Podcast. H3, yeah. yeah, Teddy Fresh. Teddy Fresh. They've tried to, people have tried to cancel them about like working conditions in Teddy Fresh. Damn, well. Yeah. There are some, There's but it's some. like one person yeah. that uh, got fired or something and is upset. So it's hard to tell the the truth and the what's truth yeah about that. Internet's fun. I know it's yeah. Trying to think, is there anything else that happened with Rooster Teeth? I just saw a bunch of shit. Like I don't know. Every fucking who would have thought doing daily uploads? Yeah, and making a whole team have to do daily uploads on highly edited videos. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That yeah. is a terrible idea, honestly. Maybe Game Grumps. They tr- they keep trying to cancel Game Grumps, and I'm like, there are things you could do. You could cancel Game you Grumps, You could yeah. cancel Game I think you could. They haven't had us on yet. I know. That's why we have to cancel <laughs> them. cancel them. Or else. Or else. Game Grumps, if you're listening to this right now. Have us on your podcast. There's a package your- going to your office right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get censored. Your address at 90210. <laughs> yeah. 90210. Damn. Damn. Yeah, fuck Rooster Teeth, dude. Yeah, Rooster Teeth sucks. Rooster Teeth sucks. But who would have thought? Who would have thought? But Sarah. Beware. Oh, by the way, this is our fucking Halloween episode. Yeah, happy Halloween, guys. You know scarier than uh, uh, ghouls? Getting bad, canceled. Bad work ethic. <laughs> That's not the word. No, bad no. work. Bad work companies. Bad, bad bosses. Horrible bosses. The movie. That's oh. scarier than... Hey, Josh, what's up? You're looking chill. Thanks. I am chilling very well right now, thanks to our partners at Via Hemp. Heck yeah. If you're looking to chill out after a long day of work and you're dealing with anxiety and stress, or if you want to set the mood in the bedroom, there's a Via Gummy for it. 
Vi has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a medium dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This best-selling gummy will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. Wow. Vi also offers a wide array of other gummies with and without THC ranging from 0 to 100 milligrams. So whether you're a 2 milligram or a 50 milligram user looking to potentially improve your sleep, focus, or recovery, Vi has something for you. So if you're 21 or over, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code SAVETHIS at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Sarah, how do you feel about Via Hemp? I love Via Hemp. I use hemp gummies to go to sleep most nights. I use their Zen gummies to fall asleep super quickly. They taste great. They're made with vegan and organic ingredients, and they're super calming and potent. Got some of the best nights of sleep I've ever had on these, honestly. Nice. Yeah. Whether you want to get better sleep, ease anxiety, enhance your mood, or just get elevated, they have something for you. Their products range from 0 milligrams to 100 milligrams of THC, so these guys have you covered whether you're looking to microdose or enjoy some potent effects. Via legally ships to all 50 states in discreet packaging directly to your door with a worry-free guarantee. No medical card required. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code SAVETHIS to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies if you're 21 or older. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code SAVETHIS at checkout. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you and take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Wolf story time. Wolf story. Beware, Beware of wolf. wolf. Beware of wolf. Beware of wolf. They had this at our Dollar Tree. They had it. And at the Wendy's we got lunch at. They did. <laughs> they, they, did. Fucking... they did have the same thing. You know what I want to think of when I bite into a delicious Wendy's burger? Uh, dog meat. Beware, we sell dog <laughs> we meat sell here. We sell dog meat here. Supply chain issues, you know how it is. <laughs> oh my god. So okay, Sarah, recap us on this wolf story. So last time she was looking up that golden thing. Oh, and she met with the moon goddess, right? Yeah, who was basically like, you get a do-over for your mate. <laughs> and it's the new hot guy. Hell yeah, you get yeah. a hall pass. Yeah, you get a hall Jason pass. Sudeikis, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. What's What's this chapter? What are we on, nine? Eight. Only on eight? Wow. I'm going to try to get through two today. All right. Uh, what? How far are we in recording? Are we at an hour? I think we're at an hour. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, okay. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I leave my watch on me so I can see, see my heart See your heart rate, rate go up when yeah, it gets well, scary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get ready. All right. I'm ready. Kara, wake up. I hear a soft male voice say. Sorry. I should have done that softer. Kara, wake up. <laughs> that's not going to read, but okay. Kara, wake up. I guess that's soft. I don't know. I groan and turn away from the voice and bury my head in my pillow. Kara, they say. I feel the bed dip a little and assume that whoever it is made themselves comfortable. Ooh, the bed. Ooh. I feel someone poke my side and I slap their hand away. Yeah, fucking yeah. They're <laughs> touching your side. Don't fucking, fucking touch pervert. me. What do you work at Rooster Teeth? <laughs> Continue. It's Gavin from Rooster Teeth. <laughs> I feel a hand on either side of my waist, and whoever it is turns me around, so I'm facing them. I open my eyes and squint because of the bright light shining from under my curtains. My eyes slowly get used to the bright light, and I look up to see Elliot, her Ooh. friend. Wait, Elliot's the new one, right? No. No, Elliot's just one of the old. Just one of the friends. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Ellie, what's up? I ask him. I just thought I'd wake you up since I'm going out for a run in my human form. I thought you'd like to join, he says, smiling down at me. <laughs> of course. Give I'm me a sec to get changed. 
What? I'm better than you for running. He said, looking down on you. I'm better than you for running. He Do you want to join or not, you fucking pussy? <laughs> I just noticed you're getting a little chubby. And wanted you, wanted you to come with a run for me. Why are you sleeping when you could be losing <laughs> fucking weight? Josh, I gotta get through this. We I'm have sorry. So much I know. To get I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Of course. Give me a second to get change. I tell him, sitting up in bed. He nods and walks out of the room, closing the door behind him. I get up and slip into a pair of yoga pants, a black sports bra, a Nike muscle tee, my Fitbit, my armband, which I put my phone in. I then plug my headphones into my phone. I slip on a pair of running shoes and pull my hair up to a ponytail with a plate at the back. I don't know what that is. I had it's calling me out. <laughs> this, is, this is just my. Yeah, it's just you right now. Yeah, me right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she gets up and she turns into Josh right now. Yeah. Okay. I head out the door and quietly walk down the stairs as it is quite early in the morning. When I reach the back door, I find Elliot in running gear with an armband very similar to mine. We both. I'm like, are you copying me? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Go back upstairs and change right now. We're not going out in the same goddamn uniform. Oh, who's gonna change? All right. <laughs> well, we both slip in our headphones and start our music. Then we're off running. We usually run in silence with our music in our ears. We sometimes race, but mostly we run quite fast through the woods. We stopped after a straight half hour of running. We stopped to catch our breath. That was Fucking the same weirdo. sentence. That's the, yeah. We stop after a straight half hour of running. We stopped to catch our breath. Was one sentence. Very poetic. Very. <laughs> Very good. You know, who would have thought just leave out. Just say you're stopping twice. Leave out the per- the period. Put two sentences together in the middle of a set in a whole. Hell yeah, dude! Run, just, because they're running. Who needs per uh, who, so when you run on sand? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So you and Ryder, huh? <laughs> Elliot says when we both pull out our headphones to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me reenact that for everybody. Just know how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. <sighs> So you guys fucking or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I forgot to recap. In the last episode, she had the moon goddess dream. And then the moon goddess was like, yeah, you want to fuck Ryder so bad. And he's going to fuck you so good. And then she goes back to her friends and her friends are like, hey, what's up? You were studying with Ryder. And she was like, no, I'm not. And then she ate a bunch of beans and then she went to bed. <laughs> so wait, she, oh, yeah, she ate yeah, a bunch she of did. beans. She did eat a bunch of beans, I think. And so th- th- her friend's first thing is like, she just ate a lot of beans. Let's go. Let's oh, put she's, on a run. She wants, she's got a crush. She's got a fucking crush. Yeah, dude. okay. This is the next day, though, I think. All uh, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean, me and Ryder? I ask him innocently. You know what I mean. You two would make a good couple, he says, breathing heavily. <sighs> I mean, you'd still make a good couple. <sighs> you know <sighs> what I mean? I <sighs> got water. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit, fuck. I'm going to die. Fuck. God damn it. We're not going to become a couple, I tell him, leading against a tree trunk. And why not, Elliot asks. I've been on the heart-crushing side of things. I don't want another relationship, I tell him, crossing my arms. You just don't want another James. But Kara, Kara, Ryder isn't James. Ryder seems like a decent guy. You should give him a chance. If you're heavy breathing, you're not saying sentences this long. (laughs) Maybe he caught his breath. Uh, he caught up his breath finally. Yeah, she's leaving it up to your imagination. He did enough of those fucking dog pantings to like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they do that? Dude, as they don't fucking... have sweat glands still. Like even though they're humans, they're still. <laughs> so as they're running, there's like... <laughs> they lap up water like a little doggy. 
<laughs> they're wolves. Fuck it, right? Like, yeah. Oh, I've gotten wolf TikToks now. Wolf story TikToks because of this Christ fucking show. Almighty. Okay, it's great. I sigh and dece to tell him the truth. That that's the that is a sentence, I guess. Yeah, it is. I don't know what that With means, but yeah. I tell him about the moon god, the mood goddess, and the conversation I had with her, and about the research I did. I told him everything. Okay, so he's like your second chance mate, but is actually your mate you were supposed to be with? Elliot asks, trying to understand everything I've just told him. Yes, I say. <laughs> this is a good thing. You can now have someone better than that asshole James, he says. This means my happiness is tied to yet another person. Last time that happened, I was left heartbroken with my trust of my mate shattered. I'm not going to go through that again. I'm not doing that to myself. I tell him, tightening my ponytail. What if it's different this time? What if you don't get hurt? What if you end up happy? He says, laying a hand on my arm. Uh, those are pussy questions to ask. I'm always going to be hurt. All right. I'm my never going to be over. happy. I'm 17. <laughs> it's never going to get better. <laughs> and it's never going to change. This is, we're just chronicling I'm someone. Forever. I'm going to live forever depressed. Just someone. Just, yeah. Jesus. Never will Awful. get better. Never, never, ever. Christ. I will never know because I'm not going to give it a chance, I tell him. Kara, he starts. We should get back and get ready for school, I tell him, putting in my headphones and starting my music. Elliot does the same, and we run back towards the pack house. As soon as we get back, I head straight up to... I As soon as we get back, I head straight up the stairs to my room without saying anything to Ryder. Fuck him. <laughs> He didn't do anything, but fuck him. I, I forgot his name up until this point, and I saw him in his stupid dumb face in the fucking uh, the on the lanai, and like fucking. I looked at him, and then I remembered he rides motorcycles, so that's how I remember his name. Yeah. All right. I shower and quickly pull on my outfit for the day. I do my hair and makeup, then head downstairs. No one's there, so I quickly make myself a fruit smoothie in a to-go mug. Waffle House doesn't sell fruit smoothies. <laughs> I know. They have blenders at Waffle House That's crazy. We should go. <laughs> I clean up. I know. That would slap. Yeah. I clean up the fruit smoothie uh, stuff. I clean up the smoothie stuff and head out to my car. When I was living... Oh, my God. Fucking shit. Write a goddamn sentence well, please. <laughs> I'm trying to read it out loud on my podcast. On oh my goddamn podcast. <laughs> okay. When I was with living with Elliot, Claudia and Connor, along with getting any bike. No, fucking shit. God damn it. I actually want to give it a try because I don't think I can do it. Okay, do it. Try. I, I don't think I can read the sentence, so I want to read it. Uh, what is, okay, so. It's the one at the top. Uh, when I was with living with Elliot, Claudia and Connor, along with getting my bike, I also got a black Audi RS7. <laughs> Okay, let me try to read it. Yeah, yeah, try it again. Try it. Fucking, you know what? I didn't realize what the content of it was because I was struggling with it so much. Yeah, but that is so dumb. That's a really bad sentence. That's probably the worst one so far. This is breaking me down. So okay, holy shit. Let's say it together. (sighs) Okay, I don't have it memorized, but when when I was was with with living living with with Elliot. Okay, let me try again. <laughs> let me do it into the so people know what the okay, fuck it is. Okay, okay, all right. Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. Okay, this is really funny. Holy shit. When I was with living with Elliot, Claudia, and Connor, along with getting my bike, I also got a black Audi RS7. <laughs> 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 
Okay. <laughs> and also, I have a bike, and I also have I a car. I got a bike and a car and a motorcycle <laughs> and, a and a bike and a car again and another bike, motorcycle, car type driving vehicle and uh and also uh, <laughs> going insane. And also a hoverboard, but like one of the with the but wheel in the available. middle. I'm it's the not only available. one that has I, it. Yeah, I float like the Marty from that movie. Have you seen Back to the Future too? Let me read. I love movies. I want to read. <laughs> Okay, I slip into it and drive off to school. That's a Which weird... Which one? <laughs> the black Audi the RS7. Bl- okay, all right, yeah. I slip into it and drive off to school. What I don't want to wait or... Sorry, I'm going to look up what that looks like because I need to, for my own sake. Shit, I mean, okay. I don't know what my phone is. Yeah, don't do it. Let's Damn move it. on. Well, I know how rich this fucking alpha family is. They got a fall. They got a Waffle House in their house. They got a Waffle House in their house, yeah. Shit, I slip into it and drive off to school. I didn't want to wait around for the others so that Elliot couldn't question me again, which is why I made such a hasty escape. Oh, really? (sighs) That was all one sentence. When I reach school, I find an empty picnic table and pull out some schoolwork to study since I'm at school quite early. I sip my smoothie while I study. (sighs) I feel some other people sit at the table with me, but since my music's in and I'm focused on my work. End of sentence. <laughs> I feel a tap on my shoulder, and so I slip off my headphones. I look up and see none other than Elliot, Claudia, and Connor. They're all looking at me strangely. What? I ask them. You should give him a chance, Claudia blurts out. Okay, let me say that like a blurt. What? I ask them. You should give him a chance, Claudia blurts out. I furrow my eyebrows in confusion of what she meant. Suddenly but it dawns on me. <laughs> Suddenly it dawns on me, and my mouth opens in shock. You told them? I practically shouted, Elliot. I had to. We care about you, and this is big. His penis is so big. You deserve that. Yeah. (laughs) They needed to know, Elliot says, looking guilty. Elliot, I told you not to tell anyone, I say, feeling annoyed. Kara, we just want to help. He makes you happy. I saw that yesterday, the first day that you guys met, and you got only just met him. Give him a chance, Claudia says. I've made my choice, I tell them. We know. We just want you to reconsider, Connor says. This is my choice, not any of yours. I say, quickly picking up my books and walking away. (sighs) Okay. The day goes fast, and I spend my lunch period in the library studying. The end of the way I had... At the end of the way, I head straight to my car. I chuck my bag in the back seat along with my books and speed off to the pack house. When I arrive, I take my books to my parents' room so I can study while I'm there. I walk into the room to find both of them looking similar to what they were when I last visited. Both of their faces light up when I walk in. (sighs) Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. I tell them, kissing them both on the cheek. Hi, sweetie, Mom says. Hey, baby girl, Dad says. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like like Uh, that. Some dads do that. Yeah, some fucking pedophiles, yeah. Variety article. <laughs> ABWSGR calls all dads pedophiles. You know what? I'm willing to stick by it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm willing, to bet, I'm willing to bet seven times out Josh of ten. Josh said that dumb shit, alright. It was Josh that did it. You can't, you can't tear me down. How are you guys feeling? I asked. them, sitting at the desk to the side of the room and placing my books on it. Same old, same old. Good to see you'll get some schoolwork done while you're here, Dad says. I figure that when you guys go to sleep, I can do some serious studying. Plus, it's probably a good idea for you guys to have quiet time, and it's productive for me, I tell them. Why do you need him to go to sleep to study? What are you going to fucking do while you're studying, dude? 
study. <laughs> You've always studied when your parents were awake, Josh. <laughs> I don't. I not, now I don't know. I feel like I'm being gaslit into believing. I don't. Did I go to school? My parents were awake. I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's sweet honey mom says i smile at both of them and get to studying i look up after about 30 minutes and see the both of them asleep i manage to study for another hour before i fall asleep at the desk i wake up to see someone nudging me i open my eyes to see none other than james i shake his arm off my shoulder what are you doing here i ask him quietly (sighs) okay and then we got a note from the author oh shit hey guys uh, Greg Turkington here. <laughs> uh, only if Greg Turkington uh, wrote if. this. Only if this was a Neil Hamburger fucking written thing. But no. The jo- uh, Joker is <laughs> the, the next Joker. one. We're bringing back the Joker. In our and he's new- James Bond. Uh, okay. Hey guys, ending a bit uh, on a bit of a cliffhanger. Hope you like it. Could you guys please comment on what you think of the story? It'd be great to see if you guys are enjoying this story. You broke into your house. Also, have you guys got ideas on where the story should go? Please comment your ideas and vote. Thanks. She has no idea where it's going. Wait, you're telling me this has been made up on the spot with each individual chapter? Really? You're telling me that it took eight chapters for it to be like, I don't know ideas. I got no ideas on this one, guys. I got no idea where to go with this. Hold on, I gotta watch an ad. Too many interruptions. Yeah, I'll watch an ad. Okay. All right, here we go. So, um, what do you think? I don't. Can anyone still defend the story at this point? I mean, honestly, I'm turning against it with the You're tur- just oh, because of the typos. The Literally, typos are starting to get pretty bad, right? Yeah. I, I it's, usually it's, I skip over them, but nope. I when you use with that one sentence, I think with is, with with. Yeah, it really fucked me up. <laughs> Um, did anything happen? I mean, it's not, is it really a cliffhanger she that James is, friends. is it a cliffhanger that James broke into a house? I feel like a cliffhanger. Isn't he a part of the pack? I thought he is. Yeah. Yeah. So he lives there. So that's I his guess. house too. Is that how that is? I don't know how any of this works. I, I think all the wolves live in the house. That's what I've been thinking. I thought... Everyone in the pack maybe house. Maybe not. Maybe that's like the alpha house or something. Well, they're all alphas. So they all live in the house. So, yeah, but like... I'm pretty sure they went over this and they were like, all the wolves live here. Because they okay. had to make breakfast for all the wolves. That's why there's a waffle house. Yeah, there. there's a... Yeah, but like... So was it... But that's not... That's still not a cliffhanger. Is it... I don't... I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting caught up on semantic, guys. It, I know. Crazy. Does it really matter? If it's a cliffhanger or not. I guess not, no. But I'm also curious, because the author set it up, right? They set this up yeah. to be a cliffhanger. We're only a third, almost a third of the way through the yes, story. So, but the problem is, usually when you do this cliffhanger, you don't ask people where the story's going to go, because you wrote in a cliffhanger... For the story to progress, I, I feel like. I think she still knows where she's, because nobody commented and she still wrote something. You know what I mean? I think, I don't think that was about the cliffhanger, like okay. what should happen after the cliffhanger. It was more just like, in general, where should the story go? Okay. Uh, my bet's going to be it's a dream. 
Yeah, I think that could work. I think that's going to be how it's written in the next one. Uh, Unless James just broke into the house. Well, I got 16%, so let's keep right, going. Let's go, let's go. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very confused the, the, with the typos, with I'm where the story now. is. But yeah, continue. Okay, what are you doing here? I asked James impatiently. I wanted to talk to you, he says. I grab his arm and pull him into the hallway so we don't wake my parents. There's nothing for us to talk about, I tell him bluntly. There's a lot to talk about. Go for a walk with me, he asks, hopefully. <laughs> Fine, I say, grabbing my jacket from the room and following him outside. We walk around the garden. I want to tell you how sorry I am about rejecting you all those years ago. You have no idea how much it hurt to watch you go. <laughs> but I love to watch you walk away. <laughs> I love to. And I realized that I had just made the biggest mistake of my life, he tells me, sounding genuine. It's a nice apology, but it's not going to be that easy. You can't just day you're sorry for the pain you caused, I tell him. Based. Yes, queen. I know. I don't expect you to forgive me that easily, but I'll spend as long as it takes making it up to you. Just try to give me a... Just give me a chance to try. He pleads, stopping me and taking my hand. Why would I agree to that? I ask him, raising an eyebrow. Uh, because I know you still feel that connection, baby. It's as but long as not, not anymore. Cause you broke it, you broke it. And there's the golden thing or whatever the fuck for Ryder. Right. Yeah. And we have the literal moon goddess telling us. I don't know because I know you still feel that connection. It's as strong as it was before. I don't think we should ignore those feelings. Do you? He asks, looking me in the eye. <sighs> you have one chance. If you mess up, then I'm done. Why? No other chances. This is it. I tell him, saying every word slowly, not a chance, honey. <laughs> yeah, no, you weren't. Uh, did you say yes? Thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, lifting was me he up. Was not even paying attention? <laughs> did you say- Wait uh, a minute, that uh, was a yes? Uh, I'm sorry, but um, is that a yes I heard, sir? <laughs> <laughs> is that a yes, m'lady? Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, he says, lifting me up and spinning in circles. I laugh and wrap my arms around his neck. He this puts... is not James. This is a fucking weird... Yeah, this is not... This is not from what I've known of James. <sighs> I laugh and wrap my arms around his neck. He puts me down and wraps his arms tightly around me. I smile and wrap my own arms around him. Stop wrapping your arms! <laughs> a lot of arms are being wrapped right now, dude. <laughs> Too many wrapping of arms! I thought arms. you don't like this guy. I thought that was the whole fucking point. <laughs> I know. Why are you just like, you get one more chance, bro. Yeah, one more chance. I got some Fucking hot hug dick me. in the back room. <laughs> All right. He plants a kiss on my forehead. I'll talk to you soon. I've got to go plan our first date. Weird. He says, hugging me again and practically skipping away, clicking his heels together as he jumps in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking don't you forget about me starts playing as he just jumps and free freeze frames in the air. It's weird that he freeze framed in the air, but I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> I smile as I watch him skip away. Yeah. Why are you smiling? You don't like this fucking guy. I feel someone watching me and I look over to see none other than Ryder. He smiles and I'm about to smile back when I realize about the conversation I had with the moon goddess, not to mention the conversation I just had with James. That was all one sentence. <laughs> I was told by one person not to tell this other person that this other person I can't tell that other conversation to the other person. Yo, yo, oh, as someone shit. who just got diagnosed with ADHD, this is getting harder and fucking harder <laughs> to follow. Jesus. <laughs> fucking Christ. I feel like it's very simple. <laughs> Moon goddess? The, there's two boys now, that's it. Yeah, you can't, but you can't have the fucking Edward and Jacob thing when you've already made it so clear 
Okay, you're saying that as if Edward and Jacob were not also extremely clear. <laughs> you're saying that as that if there was true. ever yeah, even but, a choice. Yeah, but like, can we? But we all knew that it was clear. So you're Do I deciding. Do be with the shitty little wolf boy that could fucking maul me if he gets angry at anything? I'm so or do I be with the confused. vampire who is gonna fuck me for the rest of my life when he turns me into a vampire also? But, uh, so why are we doing this again? Why are we, why, are, why are we, why are we, do we not learn anything? Apparently no, not. We don't no, know. No, no, no. Nothing gets that learned in anything. That was a very successful franchise. We, fi- we, we write books to spread knowledge and we still no. don't fucking... No, we write books to write about uh, people that are also werewolves. <laughs> That's what we write books about. Excuse uh, you. Christ, man. I turn away and head back inside uh, and into my parents' hospital room. When I walk in, I find Claudia, Connor, and Elliot waiting. Oh, my God. Fu- I fuck these people. Guys, these what are, are you going to do? These fucking triplets from hell. Christ. I sigh and sit down at the desk, but turn the chair to face them. They grab some seats and sit down in front of me. The seats are all backwards. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's like, so how's everyone's day going? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go for it. Let it out. I tell them, leaning back in my chair. We actually came to apologize. You were completely right. It wasn't our decision. It was yours, Connor says, looking at the other who nod in agreement. No need, guys. I know you guys just want to protect me, and I love you for that. Besides, I ended up making a choice that you guys probably won't like. I tell them, fiddling with my hands. What? They all ask in unison. Creepy. James and I were talking just before I saw you guys. He asked me to give him another chance, and I've decided to do it, but on my terms. I tell them, knowing their react what their reaction will it's not be. Not really your terms. You, you weren't no, the one. You you were asked. You didn't go to him. He came to you. Yeah, but I guess that's what her terms are. I get. I I don't know. I don't know. Wait, feels- what? Are you crazy? <laughs> they all say together. It's actually kind of creepy because they said it at the exact same time. You know, they do that all the time. It's not creepy anymore if you are around it all the time. Yes, maybe. I told them that any more mistakes and I'm gone. No questions asked. There are no more chances after this. I tell them taking a deep breath. They sit in silence just looking at me. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, that is the correct response. That is the, yeah, because what else are you going to, what are you going to fucking say? The next sentence kills me. Yeah. Why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) It's becoming (laughs) self-aware. Oh no, the AI is like, fuck. (laughs) Okay. Why would you do that? Claudia asks, breaking the silence. Because I can't deny the mate connection even if I wanted to, but I don't. He was young and stupid and he admitted that. That was like a year ago. That was a that was a year or two ago. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Yeah. No, people change a year or two. Yes, they can, but not when you're a fucking teenager. Oh my god, this one paragraph has 47 comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone's also agreeing that this is fucking stupid, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Dumb. Okay, I'm gonna read. <laughs> I don't know. Should I continue with the story or then read the comments after I read this paragraph? No, I. I'll, I, I, I'm gonna guess every single comment after I read it, after you read it. Let's, okay. okay, yeah, let's see. Because I can't deny the mate connection, even if I wanted to, but I don't. He was young and stupid, and he has admitted that. Everyone deserves another chance, even him. I need to do this. I need to see if I can actually have a future with him. And if he screws up again, like I said, I'm gone, I tell him calmly. I bet those comments are filled, um... With both slurs and probably mentions of 
Oh yeah, he's Hitler. He could he can change. <laughs> Cause there's no there's no how bad is it? How bad like am I even close? Like am I kind of Wow. People are crazy. How how bad are how cause that that is a pretty bad dumb sentence. So pathetic. Second chance, Hein, what about Ryder and his first chance? Zero. It's like Ryder's just indirectly a backup for you. Wow, just wow. Why not give them both an equal chance? See who's much deserving. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit fucking bitch. <laughs> fucking bitch. Stupid fucking shit, <laughs> dumb bitch. These are multiple people saying these things. If you if you didn't glow up, he wouldn't ask for a second chance. Nah, always the idiot. Been weak, except him. What second chance when you didn't give Ryder a chance? Yep, I'm gonna stop reading this. The moon goddess explained it all and she immediately does the opposite. I found her believable and interesting until this moment when she became one-dimensional. Wow. You know what? I gotta... <laughs> Listen, I don't like their methods, but I do agree. This is totally dumb and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're chapter nine into a 30 chapter wolves are also people who are also wolves story. And you're now you're finally kicking in like, oh, maybe the story isn't the most uh, cohesive. This isn't this ain't no Shakespearean play. This person wrote a fucking full on paragraph, <laughs> all, all caps, so invested, so pissed off yeah. about this. You said everyone deserves a second chance. Well, you got a second chance and you won't take. You rather go back to the piece of shit, James, when you could be happy with Ryder. But no, and you didn't other even giving Ryder a chance. He is not your replacement. When you and James don't work out, James is a selfish, ignorant arsler, annoying <laughs> man called it of a fake Knew mate. It. He will never be your true mate. GE will never give you the hap happiness. <laughs> the writer can give you if you can't take the chance of being with someone who is truly meant for you then you don't deserve anyone at all starts cry out if knew frustration it. so new i knew someone would get so pissed off at that that they would use a fucking slur it, it's it's when you hit 47 comments you're gonna there's gonna be a slur in one of them that's insane dude Wow, I called it, man. God damn it, he's not your real mate. Get it through that thick skull of yours. Ryder Wilk and forever be your true mate. It's either you like it or not. I can't even with you. Are Guys, you that these are stupid? Fictional characters. This is a fictional character. This is a fictional story. Oh my god. Okay, if that's what makes you happy. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's not a comment. That's moving on to the next thing. That, that would have been so funny. If that was like the one positive Someone versus comment. Like, I, like, I like James. You do you, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what makes you happy. Okay. Elliot says, leaning over and hugging me. Soon enough, the others are joining in on the hug. Thanks, guys. I say when we pull apart, you're our best friend. We want the best for you. Connor pipes up. I know, and I love you all for it. I tell them. Well, we're going to go. We'll see you tomorrow, Elliot asks. Yep, bye, I say, hugging them all again and then watching them leave before turning back to my schoolwork. <sighs> You're still going? <sighs> I hear my dad's voice say. I look over to see him and my mom are awake. That I am, I tell them, smiling at both of them. Wow, our girl always was a genius, mom says. There are three comments on this. I want to check. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> three comments 
what the first one is she's stupid yeah (laughs) she's fucking dumb (laughs) still is i see dad says winking at me we sit in silence for a second you guys look pale and tired go back to sleep i'll still be here when you wake up I tell them, moving my chair over, so I'm sitting in between them with my feet propped up on the side of my dad's bed and my book on my lap. Oh, shit. Okay, they both struggle and pretty much fall asleep as soon as they settle down again. The next time they wake up, which is about an hour later, I decide to head back to my room to get some sleep. I'll be back to visit tomorrow. Go back to sleep, I tell them, kissing them both on the forehead. Bye, honey, my mom says. Bye, angel, my dad says. I give them both a wave, then take all my school books and head up to my room put my books on my desk and change into my pjs i brush my teeth and wash my face and put a french plate in my hair don't know what that is i'm probably saying it wrong i walk over and slip into bed pulling the sheets and duvet up i plug my phone into the charger and flick off the light on my bedside table (sighs) okay i wake up early in the morning go out for a run in my wolf form after i go for a run i head inside and find Ryder. he smiles and waves and i sigh and run upstairs to my room leaving leaving a rider on the physical red like yeah Jesus. physical red yeah i change into my black maxi skirt and crop top i slip on my black sandals and apply a liner a layer of eyeliner i run a, bu- a brush through my hair and slip on my black sandals when i get down the stairs i'm relieved to see that rider's not there i head into the kitchen and grab some cereal for breakfast i take a seat at the bench and quickly eat my cereal hey i hear a voice say i turn around to see none other than rider Hi. What a thought. Oh, yeah, he was around. You you haven't talked to him in fucking in forever. Yeah. Just ignoring him. You know, like listen, I'm not a religious guy. But I feel like when your god tells you Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ comes down and says, "Hey, you need to marry." Listen, all I'm Bill saying Gates. is if Noah was told to build a, an ark and because there's going to be a big flood and Noah's like that's fucking stupid. I'm gonna go. And, I'm gonna uh, go fish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then a flood happens. I think you kind of deserve to to uh, die in this physical. Uh, in this, listen, guys. That's a yeah. It's a little harsh, but little, <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have. You might. You're just. You're just adding trouble for yourself later in this in this universe where there is a god. I mean, I guess that wouldn't be a very... I, okay, let me stick up for the story. Okay. That wouldn't be a very interesting story, though. That is true. You do need conflict. You are correct. Yeah. I don't, no good story has no conflict. You yeah, are correct. Exactly. But, you know, usually conflicts... The phone's gonna die. Okay, sorry. All right. Okay. okay. When I get done, I'm relieved to see the writer's not there. I head into the kitchen, grab some cereal for breakfast. I take a seat at the bench and quickly eat my cereal. Hey, I hear a voice say, turn around to see none other than Ryder. Hi, I say, picking up my now empty bowl and walking over to the dishwasher. You okay? You've been acting a little strange, Ryder says, picking up an apple and taking the seat at the bench that I had been sitting at. I'm fine, I say, sending him a fleeting spot smile before walking out of the room. And that's the end. How about them apples? <laughs> Those indeed are apples. Those indeed are apples, yeah. Okay, what were you saying about Ryder? Um, I don't know, I feel like, uh, what is it, what is it, fucking, um... You can't just ignore a guy that's in your house. Well, I think they both are in the house. Yeah. No, yeah, you can't ignore. Yeah, she, the the protagonist is doing. The everything. protagonist is in the house. Writers in the house, and James are all yeah, in the house. In they house. all live there. Yeah, yeah, this is Big Brother or whatever. Fuck yeah. yeah, but like fucking um, I I'm just 
I guess I'm just confused now. I'm just like, what are you confused about? Okay, I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. Okay, because I don't, I don't remember what I was trying to say. What are okay. You, okay, what are your thoughts while I try to process mine? Cause... Yeah, sure. Um, fucking, I think it's really stupid because we haven't seen any characterization of James as being a good person. Yes. Um, other than what we've heard in the beginning, him being like, "Damn, you're hot now," <laughs> and that's it. Like, that's you know. It seems like um, it what what that was was it just confirmed that what this story was trying to do, which was the opposite of I don't love you, you're bad and you're terrible, and I'm I reject you. And then she like goes off crying and she becomes a better person. And then later he's like I love you now because you glue you glowed up. That was trying to be this is trying to be the opposite. Of what that was, but it really just did the same thing. It is thing, that, yeah. But it switched the genders. Yeah, it just switched the genders, so it's really like, you're not really changing, you're not changing anything. No. But you're... But we also have 20 chapters to go. That is true, yeah. Right now, nothing's changed. But there is there is a possibility it'll change. It feels like the next couple of chapters are gonna be like an ending. And then she's gonna, the author is gonna realize, wait, people really don't like this at all. There's gonna be a pretty They don't big... like my James ending. So then she's gonna go and try to retcon a bunch of shit. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm excited for that, actually. That, that's gonna be exciting. That's gonna be the meat and potatoes of this, I think. Because, like, I don't know, you can't just set up a bunch of rules one page yeah. on the left side of your no- your book. This is a book, right? You yeah. can't set up a bunch of rules on the first page and then forget about those rules and then also immediately break those rules and create new on, rules and then create new rules cuz then yeah. we as an audience are going to get tired yeah and call your main character stupid yeah because we don't have an, yeah you're right we don't have enough fucking information on James and w- to be fair we also don't have enough information on writer like he could be secretly a bad guy yeah and that that is fair yeah but we have so much information already on of like James being a dick. We do. We have that was the whole it, it, it's that was more the whole important. Point. It's more important because it was the first thing. Yeah. That we knew. So yeah, we, that's your that was like it, it was the motivation so we for don't have a lot of any, chapters that we just read. Yeah. So the, now that that motivation's gone, it's like why did those chapters I feel like we're back at the beginning. exist if we're now just going right back cuz you sp- you, you're you're spiteful against God. <laughs> is that what it is? Because like she's still no. not happy about she's not happy about having to rely on another person. I think it's more like, and you know what? I hope it. This is what I hope it is. I hope it's more like this is a teenager mm-hmm. who is not emotionally available because of. Uh, and you gotta remember in the Alpha Omega universe when a mate rejects someone and even the person rejecting the mate uh, they go through like a traumatic painful physical experience when they do that Yeah. so I think it's like trying to set up that she was like somehow traumatized by that experience okay the rejection of the soulmate connection and then the moon goddess flew, like, you know, gave her another, you know, backup thing, which was all fate, technically. And now she's going against that because she doesn't want the actual soulmate connection. She wants a fake connection. 
Mm, okay. <laughs> you know? So that's what you're hoping that's what it's going to be. That's what I hope be. it is, because I think that's more differentiated and interesting. There are 47 comments that disagree with that That's because idea. they're reading it in real time and commenting in real time. And their their emotional well-being is hinged on whether or not these two fictional wolf characters fuck or not. You know, that's the that's the thing. I can't wait. I can't wait for 47 <laughs> chapters or not the first 30 chapters from now. Yeah, there's going to be the same 47 comments. But like, it's the positive. Like, yeah, you're no longer stupid when they eventually make it Ryder and and what's her face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's like James actually is a good boyfriend but then everybody else is like fuck james you know i don't like, like him for you no, there hasn't and been, then writer's like a pedophile or something there hasn't been, like he goes and does something crazy yeah but like there hasn't been like a because if you're doing that right you're doing a story of redemption but no i just think it would be more interesting now that you've broken these you've been doing bad writing <laughs> you've been doing bad writing really badly if you are going by a traditional Arc, yeah, arc. Which I mean, know? fair if you're not doing that. But so like, now you have to commit to the non-traditional, non-traditional arc. arc. But now it's the wishy-washiness that makes most shit bad. It's yeah. the I'm trying to be um, a classical storyline or a classical. I'm trying these themes and I'm not getting there because I'm bad at it. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah, what I makes. Get what you mean shit bad because they're not effective in their messaging but if you're bad at something and you just decide i'm gonna go in a completely different direction and be good over here yeah and get this messaging done in a way that connects both of them you are now accidentally you backdoored yourself into good writing okay you know? all right and that's also something that is interesting Okay. Because it's not something you always hear because everybody's always trying to do standard writing, you know? That's fair. Okay. I have no hope for this story. I have no hope for the story either. I just think it would be fun if it was that. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> if I wrote the story, that's where I would go now. Okay, I get that. But maybe, I understand why... I'm not shocked, really. Okay. <laughs> because it's... She was asking for people to be like... What should I do? And then none of them commented. And then she did a crazy thing to get likes people on her like, story. Yeah. And then people were like, why the fuck would you do that? Uh, so this is a psyop now, but for yeah, writing. This is a CIA psyop. Damn. Yeah. What is going on? What the anyway, fuck? you want to do Reddit stories? Uh, one second, one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm to change it to red. Ah, fuck. I haven't done that yet. Uh, you go away for one week and everything fall apart, fall apart. Now it's very Halloween. Now, ooh, spooky. Ooh, spooky. So yeah, what spooky Halloween story do you have for us? Yeah, it's not spooky related. Why didn't you? I picked a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween five days before Halloween, everybody. Because technically if we did a Halloween, it would it would go on on the first. Happy Halloween five days before the holiday. It's the week of Halloween. Whatever, liberals. Such a, a negative Nancy I'm today. Sweating. I'm sorry. It's it's Jesus. the AC. It's, it's not my. It's the AC. It's making me angry. Let me read my fucking Reddit uh, you're story. Good. Okay. All right. Every ah! day I wake. Every day I wake, I wake up, up and I, I wish, wish you were dead. dead. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Am I the asshole for making my daughter leave my home? I think I saw this one. Don't I chose, spoil it. 
But no, okay, no, I think I, okay, all right. spoiler. I, I was gonna pick this one, but I didn't read it, so you're good. I, 46 female, and my daughter, 18 female, have had a roller coaster relationship over the years. Sounds like fun. It sounds like somebody's fault. <laughs> sounds like a person's fault. I, for <laughs> yeah, you know, my daughter was just born evil. Oh, yeah? That's crazy. That's fucking wild, you know, that dude. that never happens? That never fucking happens. Crazy. I, 46 female, my daughter, 18 female, have had a roller coaster relationship over the years. We haven't gotten along for the past six years, and some of this being she would steal from me, coke home with grades that would drop and then go back up. Wow, terrible. Awful. And we just didn't have good chemistry, despite her living under my roof and me raising her on my own for the past 18 years. Her father was never around after she was six. All right, well. I want to reiterate, she's not 24, she's 18. So she said, I've raised her on my own for the past 18 years, but her father was never around until after she was six. So. Do the math. I uh, All right. Well, <laughs> I always kept my daughter sheltered because I knew how cruel the world was and didn't want her to be exposed to it. Weird, but OK. <laughs> yeah, weird flex, but OK. As a result, I never let her go to any of her homecoming dances or prom except for one school dance, which was the military ball, I believe. <laughs> She would rebel, sneak out, and I had no idea where she was or what she was doing. I don't know why she would do this. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. What a evil woman. When I would ask her why she was doing these things, she would say that it was because I was hard on her, never let her do anything, and that I constantly called her names and made her sit outside on the porch for hours at a time when she was in high school, whenever she'd upset me or be disrespectful. There would be times it was raining and I would make her sit on the porch until she was well behaved. What the (laughs) fuck, dude? I feel bad for this now and realize that it was my fault. Oh, I feel bad now, though. So it's all. Oh, she's a good person now. Yeah. Yeah. She absolved. Absolved. Just recently, we got into a huge argument and I told her to leave. So she packed her things and left. I've been told my family by family members that she is telling people that she is having a hard time supporting herself that she feels she has severe abandonment issues. It is to my understanding she moved four states away to live with her father's side of the family, whom she hasn't seen since she was small, and that she feels homesick and uncomfortable there, but she doesn't have any other option because she's telling people she has, quote-unquote, nowhere else to go. Yeah, I don't think she has anywhere else to go, actually. actually (laughs) She's actually telling the truth. She's probably telling the truth a little bit. Uh, I am embarrassed that my daughter is saying these things about me to the family. Ah, boo-hoo. You're not upset that your daughter is nowhere else to go. You're upset that... Think of she's a, saying stuff about you. Yeah, I'm sorry I made you feel that. You feel that way. I, not even I made you. Sorry you feel that way. Yeah, I haven't spoken to her since she left, and she is claiming to have never had a childhood. My sister feels I caused this by kicking her out. However, I didn't tell her to go all the way across the state to live with essentially <laughs> strangers whom she barely knows. Am I listen, the asshole? Listen, I did kick her out, but I didn't say when I kicked her out that she should... uh move somewhere else uh checkmate liberals no i no i think i think um maybe a little bit the asshole maybe maybe um maybe you sound like kind of a crazy bitch mom like so there are edits 
There's edits? Let me read the edits. Edit. Guys, I didn't actually mean when it was raining. It was only a light pour. Let me let me let me read. Edit to respond to questions. I've tried reaching out to my daughter twice, both times in which my number is blocked. I've asked my younger daughter to reach out and tell her that I love her and hope she's okay, in which she responded that she hated me and would never speak to me again. For clarification, when I asked her to leave, I didn't expect for her to leave permanently. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification after the fact. I appreciate it. Everybody knows when your parents kick you out, they say, you need to leave, but also like for just for 24 hours. You need to leave for a few months. Maybe. And then you can come back. And then Maybe. you can come back and I will forget all about this. And I'll forget all about it because you'll know how much of a fucking spoiled brat you are, you fucking little <laughs> shit. Okay. For clarification, yeah, for clarification, when I asked her to leave, I didn't expect her to leave permanently. I've asked her to leave before, but she would always come back, so I didn't expect for this to be a permanent move on her end. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. This has happened many times. This is, yeah, I was like... <laughs> Guys, it's not that bad. I've kicked her out of the house many, many times. And she, she came back because she knew we had a good thing going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was the fucking vibe. Hey, fucking, you know, sometimes I, I hit her in the fucking face and then she leaves, but she comes crawling back because yeah. she got nowhere I, you know, else I punch her in the hey. face and then she starts crying and then I'm like what are you crying for and she's like you're right <laughs> and then she makes me coffee and then she makes me coffee just the way I like it I also didn't tell her to reach out to a estranged family whom she barely knows so if she is feeling uncomfortable it is because she made an adult decision on her own that nobody forced her to make uh, yeah, that's completely divorced of anything I did as a parent. Yeah, it's divorced from uh, reality. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, edit number two. It seems that you all are disregarding the fact that I emphasized how she reached out to her family on her own. So I'm not responsible for her homesick or abandonment issues when she left on her own free will when I asked her to leave. Okay, I'll read that again. When she left on her own free will when I asked her to leave. I'm getting lots of biased and hateful comments, so I will be deleting my post. Well, also, you're giving us some mixed fucking signals about... You know, and it's a uh, shit like this. I chose this specifically because it reminds me of, like, when you go to work and you know somebody who's a mom and they start talking about their family and they're like, yeah, I don't talk to my daughter. Apparently she got mad. And then they'll say some shit like, you know, they'll be like, oh, why did she get mad? And you'll, they'll say some shit like... I got like a popsicle and she didn't like the color popsicle. So yeah, she just doesn't talk to me anymore. I haven't talked to her in 10 years. Something <laughs> like that. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. I don't think it was about the popsicle the popsicle fam. And then you find out later. It's like, yeah, I scream at everyone. Like you, find, <laughs> like, yeah. I scream at every single person all the time. Yeah. You know, like a, like a, like you do, like you do. Like, mm, probably did that. It might, to your that. Daughter. It might be that. I don't know. I'm Maybe. not a therapist, you know, which again, we're not therapists and financial experts. Yeah, the fuck. And I'm not saying that, like, there are people out there who aren't fucking crazy that are but like, I feel that like popsicle's the wrong color. Fuck you, mom. You yeah. know, they might. Who knows? Maybe. I, but I feel like nine times out of ten. Probably. It's probably something reason. else. There's something else going yeah. on. Yeah. It's called a it's called a breaking point. Yeah. There's, it's the there's fucking, usually a pattern of behavior. Yeah. It's the. um the shit that breaks the camel's back, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Straw that breaks the camel's back. So yeah, no, um Yeah. But again the uh, it would be biased of me to say you're the asshole because you're a huge cunt, but like Yeah. <laughs> I love the wording. 
I asked her to leave. I asked her. I politely, you know, it was polite. You know, it was a sit down yeah, conversation. Yeah, you know, it was a sit down conversation. Hey, I just, I would like you to leave my premises. <laughs> And I would like to it's not never, see you. It's today. never inherently bad to tell someone to go fuck themselves. You know what I mean? Right. If you do it in a in a in, in a polite manner, way, hey, yeah. please, can you? I'm asking you. You don't have to do this. I'm asking you. Can you please go fuck yourself? That's you know. That's okay. That's okay to say. To anyone, yeah, exactly. Anyone, babies, <laughs> yeah. babies. It's about your tone. Dogs? It's really. You know what? I yeah. Sometimes it is what you say. Actually, no, it's only the tone. It's only your tone. It's not always about the tone. Sometimes it is actually literally what you say. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes. Yeah. You're not some. You're not some fucking Victorian era like uh, England person. Yeah. Where it's like, mm, heaven dear me, I wish. <laughs> May I ask you to please leave the premises? <laughs> Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. Weirdo fucking. May I ask you to acquiesce to this request? People are really biased against shitty behavior for some reason. Yeah, super strange. People are. People don't like it. People don't like it when people are uh, doing bad stuff. Going going and clubbing baby seals. Guys. I don't get why everyone's mad at us. (laughs) It's just a few baby seals. I asked the seals if they wanted to be clubbed, and they went, which I interpreted to be a yes, and I think it was cool. Yeah. And I made sure it was slow and painful. Leaving your daughter out of the house during, while raining, while it's raining, because you don't like- Pneumonia never hurt anyone. What she said to you- is what doesn't crazy kill you? Yeah, what doesn't kill you, make you makes you stronger. You know what I'm saying? Dude. Getting a cold out there in the rain, you know, saying something, telling your mom, I don't like what you, how you said that to me, and then kicking her out yeah. into the pouring fucking rain. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's awful. It's, it's the, terrible. It's abusive. And yeah, fucking and obviously the asshole. The interesting part, I think, honestly, I think everyone has the ability to grow up and look back on their childhood and realize that maybe it wasn't perfect, even in families where they don't feel like cutting off their parents and not talking to their parents because i do think like that is kind of an it's a necessary thing but you know there are some people who grew up in cultures where that's not really acceptable to the point where it becomes almost impossible to do that and uh they those people work very hard to overcome like difficult situations with their parents that I could never fathom because the culture of my family and the culture that I grew up in as like a white American in the South was is not very parent family centric. Yeah, it is very individualized, which is not a good thing. No. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, it's interesting to me that people do are able to do that with their parents. And. I love that they are able to anyone who is able to reconcile with their parents and their parents are actually like turning into better people, realizing the shit they did during their childhood, their children's childhood is bad. Yeah. That's wonderful. Hmm. That's growth. That's great. Yeah. (sighs) The problem is when the parent doesn't realize that they did anything wrong. So it's funny as fuck to me that this mom is like, yeah, I did one thing wrong. I don't know why my daughter won't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
You know? Yeah, exactly. No, I agree 100%. That's crazy town. Yeah, it's fucking... What a crazy bitch, dude. <laughs> solved it. Solved it. Fucking solved it, dude. It, it, I, I guess it's a red flag to me whenever a parent is like, now my daughter's talking shit about me. I raised her on my own for 18 years. Minus the six years that her dad was here. <laughs> yeah, besides that, I mean, besides you know, that. other than that, fucking pretty epic. Other than that, 18 years, pretty much, on my own. <sighs> you know, uh, fucking, it, it's, it's a red flag, because it's like, you know. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what my thought is, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you guys, y'all know what she's saying. Mm. Alright, are you, are you ready? Yeah, go Josh. Okay, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Alright, so... I want to state for the record, this post deleted. Hell, yeah, mine was too. Yeah, sweet. So, just so y'all are fucking ready. Yeah. All right, I found where the repost though is good. So, four hours ago, am I the asshole? I don't know. Am I the asshole for reading my 40 female husband, 24 male, the riot act for letting my kid, 6 male, watch cartoons at night? I don't see why you... Did finger guns at 26 male. No, there's no reason. I don't understand. They're both consenting adults. There's nothing wrong with these. There's nothing wrong with these numbers? No, there's nothing wrong. What, are you already predicting our TikTok comments? (laughs) My dad was 87 and my mom was 13 and they lived together for at least 10 years. Okay, are you ready? (laughs) So everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, me and my husband have been arguing about this. I went back and forth on this for hours. I think I'm right to be honest, but it's getting to me, and I need some answers. Mm. Me and Josh, one of the classic signs that you're right. Yeah, classic signs. It yeah, continuously bugging you. Yeah, yeah. Me and Josh have been married for three years. We met a year through the. No, it's not me. Okay, <laughs> we met a year before through a mutual friend, and he's been everything I need. He's hilarious, he's fun-loving, he's a fantastic father figure to my son, Kenny, and most importantly, he's present, which is a lovely contrast compared to Kenny's birth father, Tim, 26 male. (sighs) Got a cougar. Yeah, you gotta stop fucking 20-year-olds and (laughs) making babies with them. Tim pretty much promised he'd be present, but was selfish and inattentive, and while he is in the picture, we we only really see him once a month since he decided to, quote, get himself out there, his words, not mine. That being said, he still wants a relationship with the son, just one that's conveniently at arm's length. Eye-rolling emoji. This makes me all the more appreciative that Josh is in the picture. This week, I've been questioning his methods. In the past month, Kenny has been repeating the phrases over and over, like, quote, tell me I'm good, and quote, red flags look like flags. And I was wondering if he was doing a bit because they don't really make sense. Kenny isn't an insecure or unhappy kid, and I don't know where he picked up the phrase, quote, red flag from. Because it isn't really thrown around here, I just chalk it up to hear, hearing it from friends or classmates and leave it at that. Probably from this TikTok account. Yeah, from us. From us. Yeah. yeah. TikTok's poisoning your fucking brain, kids. Teach your kids about red flags. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenny went over on one of his monthly visits to Tim's and kept drawing horses. Tim asked Kenny what, who, who is this meant to be, and Kenny says, quote, Jack. Tim, being someone who lives under a cave, unless we're talking herbal remedies for comedowns, didn't know what Kenny was blethering about until he looked it up and figured he was talking about Bojack Horseman, oh. also known as a show far too mature for Kenny. I asked Kenny oh. when he gets to watch Bojack, 
And he says when he's doing when he's doing his homework and Josh is working on spreadsheets, he'll put it on. I confronted Josh asking why the hell he's got got that on when he's helping a six year old with their homework. And Josh says it's just background noise and mostly goes over Kenny's head. I tell him, no, it's not, as he's talking about it all the time. And even Tim, who doesn't know about anything, knows something's up. Josh told me to chill and I tore him a new one. Now he's in the doghouse and I'm wanting him sleeping on the couch tonight. Our Corgi is getting better treatment, but some of my friends are saying I'm overreacting, so I want to figure out, am I the asshole? So, apparently, OP also left a, a following explanation for why they think uh, they might be in the asshole. Okay, why? Uh, I didn't realize this. Uh, what is it? Uh, I felt right in this moment because of the talk about depression, alcoholism, etc. depicted on the show that is completely inappropriate, especially considering that's what the show is famous for. I find it unbelievable that something that sensitive could be played in the company of, our very sm- of a very small child, especially our own kid. But I have friends who say that if Bojack is playing quietly, it probably won't disturb or bother Kenny. They pointed out a lot of ways these subjects are depicted in the show tend to be more abstract and more likely to go over a six-year-old's head. Also, there's also the fact that Josh watches it on his tablet, so it's not like he's blaring it on the TV. Oh. Kenny peers over, and Josh will explain what's happening in a very simple way to him. Oh. The solution the situation is one I feel strongly about, but it's not so cut and dry. Um. Huh. You know, I don't know. I'm a little stumped. You're I a little guess stumped? it's a parenting choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I do think, and I, if a six year old was in my house, God forbid. Yeah. If a six year old was in my house and I had, I really wanted to watch Bojack Horseman, I don't think I'd put it on because of the six year old. I think I would probably not, just because I would feel weird. I think it's a strange thing to put, on. put Bojack Horseman on, mostly because like as a 25 year old, I don't think I can watch Bojack Horseman for like a long period of time. It's not a very light show. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I get that. And there's a lot of things that are said that I'm like, <laughs> okay, because All like right. the depictions of like the abuse from his mom, the sexual assault, the, uh, the overdosing, the fucking, Yeah. There's a lot of shit in there that I'm like, I don't know if I think it, this would be great around a six-year-old. Maybe keep it away from them, at least until they're like 12 or something. Yeah, yeah. So I understand the mom being upset, and I don't really... But I also see like how it's not necessarily as bad. It's not too big of a deal, right? Yeah, because it's on a tablet and not on a TV. Yeah. But also the kid is picking up dialogue mm. and repeating dialogue, like the red flags thing. Which is what Diane says. Yeah. So. I think he should probably be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. But I'm also like on a larger scale. This is taking away the age gap thing with the age gap. I'm like, (laughs) how can you expect? Like you were a 26 year old adult shit out of a 26 year old. Yeah, it's a little. At a twenty-six-year-old, can be yeah. can be an adult. Yeah, but I think when a twenty-six-year-old says, "I want to put myself out there," that's not a weird thing. Yeah, it's not a weird thing. Now that he's a dad, he is also a twenty-six-year-old. That's what happens when you have a child with a twenty-year-old. Yeah, that grows up to be a twenty-six-year-old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, no, the new dad now is the... No, the old dad. The old dad's 26. Yeah, you're yeah, right. He's yeah. the one that said, I want to put myself out there. Yeah. And then she was like, that's what he said. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's 26. <laughs> he doesn't have, I mean, you know, yeah, most exactly. likely doesn't have a career or anything. He probably wants to be able to do that. You had a kid with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you expect him to just, like... Fucking... Drop everything? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, shit, Jesus. And then I have this 24-year-old. Yeah. Younger. No, no 26-year-old, right? No, the 26-year-old's the first one. And, and then, then the 24-year-old is the one that's watching the BoJack. Yeah, and he probably doesn't understand that doing this shit is inappropriate around kids. Yeah. I don't think you could find a 24-year-old that, is like really understands how to deal with children at all. Yeah. In a- <laughs> um, I wouldn't expect that from a 24-year-old man. Yeah, especially a 24-year-old man, 24-year-old man that didn't have the kid with you at when he would have been 18. Because if the kid's six years old... God, yeah. The math is crazy. Well, yeah, okay, so the kid, the old dad had... So, okay, okay, the mom would have been 34... And 20 for the old dad. Yeah, and then the new dad would have been 18 when the kid was born. Yeah, yeah. he just doesn't... He's just immature. Yeah, he's an like, immature guy. dealing with an immature man. He did the wrong thing. But, like, it sounds like this lady just really wants to parent three men. <laughs> like, two men yeah. and then a, a two child. Two and a half men, yeah. Two and a half men. She wants to be the parent of two and a half men. Two and one half men. Two and one half men, yeah. So, I don't know. I really... I don't know. It's weird. The age gap is really... It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. The age gap is bad. I think even taking that away... I, I Probably don't watch like, BoJack Horseman. Probably don't watch BoJack Horseman with your kid, yeah. I get what she's talking about. I think she's described it really weird, because I think... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you should be able to watch shows about depression and... I don't know. I feel like I, I get. There it's should like be letting a your six-year-old watch Family Guy. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. But I'll tell you. I okay. Which would you rather want but your kid I did. watch? Yeah, I, watched I did Family watch Guy Family at Guy at six. But I do think it fucked me up. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Same year. Yeah. But which do you want to be fucked up by more, Family Guy or BoJack Horseman? I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know either. I think BoJack Horseman's a good show. But that's because of now. I'm not able to put myself in the mind of a six-year-old, you know? That's true. <laughs> Kids would like the puns. Yeah. But it's, They'll like the Navy SEAL SEAL. You know, they probably would. That's the funny thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's just a parenting choice. And I th- what I think is funny is that a differentiated person, like a more emotionally mature person, might be able to be like, hey, maybe don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, why? I don't see the problem. They wouldn't go like... Blah, 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 yeah, blah. going like ape shit. Like They'd be like, well, I just don't want to, and he's my son, and I yeah. would rather you do this, blah, 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 because that's my there parenting was, Yeah, that's, that's the one thing where I'm kind of like... I get that you're in pat, your passion because it's your kid. Yeah. But that's not going to solve everything. Like, yelling at someone. Yeah. Treating your partner like a kid, yelling at him, she's, isn't uh, going to solve the problem. She's dealing with her 24-year-old boyfriend like... He's 34, and he should know better. Yeah. When he, she should be treating him like he's a child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She should be like, oh, you don't know. Because he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. Yeah. He doesn't know. 
You got 16 years on him, I think. Yeah, I think he, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Is everyone shitty here, to an extent? Except for the six-year-old. Except for the six-year-old. Six-year-old's a cool six-year-old. Yeah, six-year-old's getting based yeah. <laughs> on accident. You know, you should, yeah, that six-year-old's gonna that be walking. That six-year-old's gonna fucking... walk around and be like 11 minutes, you know what I mean? <laughs> God. Damn, that's like the 11 minutes BoJack waited before calling an ambulance for Sarah Lynn. Hmm. Your fucking six-year-old's gonna be wearing a fucking black litter jacket and smoking six at the age of 12. <laughs> He's gonna be a real cool six-year-old. fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, speaking of depression, you want to go into ads? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, sorry. Yes. Welcome to the ad break. Hi. Hey, are you enjoying this podcast so far? Then fucking like, comment, subscribe, hit the goddamn bell on YouTube, and rate us five stars on fucking Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and any other uh, ones that have five stars. Whatever the top stars are, give it to us, please. Speaking of, it's from Camo Dog 11 Hell yeah. You guys are amazing. Five stars. This oh, podcast you. has, uh, you're welcome. That's <laughs> not a part of it, but they they said you're welcome. This podcast has helped me through some tough times. I recently went through a horrible breakup. I just listened to Sarah and Josh tell people with similar stories to mine that it's going to be okay. Really helped me feel better. They both are hilarious. I always know I'm going to have a better day if I have APWSDR playing. Thanks, th- th- uh, thanks for all you do. You guys are awesome. Finn, he, him. Thank oh, you, thank Finn. you, Finn. I hope, Hell yeah, I hope you're doing you have well. A good, a good time. Have a good time. Yeah, fucking... Have a good time. Uh, Have a good time. Uh, I don't know. That's all right. It's very, it's very late. I'm we, sorry, we've, Finn. we've switched to a morning schedule and we're recording late right yeah. now. I apologize. Uh, if you want to thank you, uh, thank you for that review. Don't forget to leave a review. If you want to help support the podcast financially, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash APWSTR. Oh, shit. I don't believe we have a coffee this week, but that's okay. That's all right. That's fine. We do it for the love of the art. We do it for the art. We do it for the fucking. We don't do it for the money. We do it for the art, baby. Yeah, that's why we have so many monetization avenues. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, a dick. <laughs> you can also go to patreon.com forward slash APWSTR if you want early access to episodes, ad free episodes, and exclusive content. Damn straight. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Especially during the weeks where we uh, take a week off, we usually get at least a, a Patreon exclusive out that week. Yeah, so we that try. Way, yeah. yeah. Uh, we try to do whatever we can for them. It's only a dollar to get everything included, but if you do five or ten dollars, you will get your name in the end credits of the video podcast, as well as in the descriptions of the podcast. Damn straight. Uh, if you become a channel member, you'll get all you'll you get the uh, name at the end of it, and when we finally go to live streams, you get emotes, baby. You'll get fucking emotes, which is they're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we got them commissioned. They're really good. Yeah, they're cute. I'm saying that now because we have a uh, two new channel members, and I'm saying that for myself so that way we actually start fucking live streaming. So yeah, you guys so they get, get their emotes. Yeah, but no matter what, you guys will also get included at the end of the podcast as well as in the description. Yes. Uh, what else? Fucking. I think that's it, baby. Skillshare. There'll be an affiliate oh, yeah. link in the description. I think that's everything. I'll eventually work on merch. Someday. I have ADHD. He does. I am usually the one that works on merch, so he's just saying this to have people not be mad at me. No, nah, I was. I said I was gonna work on merch. You have to look at the designs to oh, like true. approve them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the big boss. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm we're the both big the boss. big boss. I'm the big boss. I'm the big boss. I'm Solid Snake. <laughs> I'm the cake boss. Oh, you're the cake boss. I'm bo- the cake boss. Fuck. 
But okay. yeah, thank you all for the support. We appreciate it. And we'll go back to the show now. Now. Welcome to the listener story Welcome segment. Listener. And quick update on listener stories submissions. Uh, we paused them. We had to pause them. We have too many. We have like eight months worth. Uh, before we started this podcast, we had 280 stories. Now we have like 260. 260. Yeah. <laughs> due to some duplicates, due to some uh, gobble ghouls. But yeah, no. So <laughs> yeah. We, have, we have at least eight to seven months worth of stories. So we've closed it down for the time being. So we can catch up. So we can catch up and not leave too many people waiting. Yeah. So, so I apologize sorry. for leaving it open for as long as it was. That's yeah. our bad. But uh, until then, we're going to try and get through all these stories. We got eight of them here tonight. Sarah, you got four. I got four. You can start them, baby. All right. This is from KB. Uh, she, her, hers. Nice. Am I a bad person for cutting off my best friend? This is a long story trying to fit into a small amount of words. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all good. Don't worry. So I, now 20 female, cut off my 19 male best friend of two and a half years a few months ago. I have really bad anxiety and I hate conflict because it stresses me out really bad. Same. For a little bit of backstory, I met my ex-best friend Jay in high school. We were in theater together and we got really close my senior year. Uh, His junior. We went to games and school concerts together. We even went with my sister and I to a family dinner before our winter dance. I went through a pretty dramatic time between junior and senior year, and so he and one of the only two people I talked to, I guess he was one of the only two people I talked to, Okay. in high school he did a lot of self-damaging things, coming to school high, getting caught in the bathroom, getting in trouble at home for a lot of just stupid things he'd say to his mom. Through all of this I defended him because he was like my younger brother. Jay started being really mean to me after winter break in high school, 29-2020. He would make me cry and then tell me it was my fault, and I'd believe him. Pretty, uh, pretty bad. That's not great. Yeah, no, that's um, not a good yeah, sign. Yeah, not a good thing at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got a boyfriend in March of 2020. We're still together now. After I got with L, Jay stopped talking to me. We'd catch up, but it was usually just him using me as his quote-unquote therapy friend. In November 2021, my boyfriend left for basic for the military. He had become my new best friend, as a lot of partners do, helping me through the loss of two of my childhood dogs within a year. Oh, oh my Jesus, God, that sucks. I'm sorry. And the start of college in the midst of COVID. <sighs> After Elle left, it was no contact because of the military, and it was really hard for me. It was going to be gone until the beginning of February. As soon as Elle left, Jay started calling and messaging me again, which was upsetting because it was only after my BF was gone. <laughs> Gotta swoop in, save the fucking day. I'm I'm a good person. More like swoop in and like ruin the day. Yeah. <laughs> These were times Jay called me and I was having a really hard night thinking about L. He would go through how he was how he was and all of that. Then he'd ask almost out of necessity, Well, how are you? And I'd tell him that I missed L. One time he told me that he feels that I was using him, quote unquote, as a replacement for L, and that all I ever do is talk about him. <laughs> no shit he's your husband yeah that's she, like that's most people just talk about their spouse yeah there's something about there yeah yeah jesus then he told me that he wished he had quote-unquote real friends that would make an effort to actually care about him and want You're to genuinely yourself. know how he was because no one cares about him sad sack ah uh, boohoo after he said that he hung up and i sat there and cried for hours because he made me feel like a terrible friend 
After that, I'd ask him every day how he was and answer back as soon as I could. I'm a full-time student and I have two jobs. Jesus Christ. You're a trooper. The last straw was when he called and asked how I was. I just replied, I'm okay, because anything else I'd say, he'd yell at me. And Jay flew off the handle uh, and screamed at me over the phone that I was a liar and best friends shouldn't lie to one another. How he, quote unquote, couldn't believe I thought he'd believe me. What? (laughs) This automatically set me off and I started getting very panicky because I hate yelling, which he's very aware of. I hung up and had to calm myself down. Jay then told me that he can't be a placeholder for L, and even though I miss him, I knew he'd be gone. I told him he could never hold L's place because L is my boyfriend and I'm in love with him. Jay didn't talk to me for a few days afterwards. <laughs> what a fucking psycho. Yeah, what a pretty big psycho. Jesus Christ. <laughs> with, help, I... with help from my mom, I blocked him on everything but text, then messaged him, I just want to let you know, I don't think it's best for us to be friends anymore. I'm not mad at you, but this friendship is hurting me more than it's helping. That's fair. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense to do that. I feel inferior to you in a way that makes me anxious, Mm. and it has festered into something really unhealthy. I'm sorry. He answered a seemingly cordial answer, and that was that. I haven't heard from him since, which is good, and my mental health shot up after that. (laughs) L is back now, which helps a lot, too. That's good. And I don't feel anxious about doing something wrong all the time now. (laughs) That's fucking great. Yeah. It's been since January since I did it, but I still feel guilty. I guess just because of the person I am, and I don't know if I did the wrong thing. Did I? Thank you, if nothing else, for listening. Yeah, no bad. No problem. Yeah, you're not the asshole. No. No, what the uh, fuck? The reason you feel guilty is because he... He made you feel guilty. He he tried to make it your problem. conditioned you to make you feel guilty. By fucking, like, yelling at you and shit and, like, fucking... It's not because of the person you are. Anyone who is in a relationship where they make you cry and they turn around and they say, it's your fault. Yeah, that's an abusive fucking relationship. That's a fucking... He's literally doing... I mean, yeah, in a in an abusive relationship, it, that, I mean, I feel like that, by definition, is abusive. But anytime that it happens, yeah, they are trying to condition you into feeling guilty for feeling upsetting guilty for, them. Yeah. So now you have to mitigate their emotions, which is the walking around on eggshells, trying to say the right thing. It's never the right thing because they want to have that control over you. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy town that it's just like a fucking guy. Just some fucking guy. Yeah. You know, like my <sighs> mom would do that to me a lot. And that's one of the biggest things that has fucked me up in my life is now I'll go to the grocery store and I feel like I have to mitigate the the grocery store workers emotions mm. because like i feel like i have to do it for Jesus. everyone i have to go to starbucks and if the starbucks lady is like sad because she's working at fucking starbucks, starbucks yeah i feel like i did something wrong that's not good no yeah no it's fucking <laughs> and that's something that i have to work on constantly and yeah. it, that's after 20 years of that fucking shit you know what i mean yeah so then now you listener of like having this even for like a few like years like it's it's fucking it's tough it's tough it's not good it's unhealthy because it's that person was trying to for some reason have complete complete control control, over you and your emotions to like feed him yeah make him feel better (laughs) make him feel good yeah i don't care how you feel it's make me feel good isn't it amazing how many people operate by just wanting someone in their life that just makes them feel good and they don't think about them as an individual. A lot of people want that. Hmm. 
And that's crazy town to me. Yeah, that's pretty fucking insane. You want like an emotional slave. I don't know. We're watching the new Love is Blind. And a lot of the guys are just like, I want a girl that, you know, really gives me attention. And I'm like, are you a little boy? Are you a little boy who I wants want his mommy? mommy? Milkers. <laughs> yeah, like that's what it is. It's I want a mommy who gives me praise all day. And I'm like, you want an emotional slave. Yeah. Someone to take care of your emotions, but you don't have to do anything in return. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Pretty epic. Hell yeah, broskies. You're fucking, we, we you need to go society. to therapy. <laughs> like, you need we to as stop. a society, we've progressed to be like, oh yeah, guys can have emotions, and then guys were just like, mm, we I got emotions. I don't want to deal with them, though. But I don't, don't want to deal with them. You I'll, deal with them. I want the responsibility of feeling sad. I'm going to make my fucking wife deal with them. Hell yeah. I want my wife to do it. I want my girl best friend to do it. I want all my friends to just sit there and listen to me be sad about my life and not feel like I have to go to therapy or get meds for it. <sighs> pretty epic if you ask pretty me. Pretty fucking epic. Awful. No, yeah, no. You you did not need to feel no, guilty. No, you did nothing. You did absolutely nothing. You existed. You exist. And yeah. you were too kind. Uh, well, not too kind. You were you should be kind. You should be kind, but someone you took were, advantage of your kindness. Right. You were the right amount of kind for this guy to come in and take advantage of it. Yeah, and that fucking sucks. It does suck. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm You're super sorry. Not the asshole, though. Mm-mm. Solved it. Oh, it feels good to do that. Feels good to solve, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. got, I got stories, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got stories, too. <laughs> That was a funny way to say that. <laughs> what do you mean that was funny? What do you mean that was funny? That was funny. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, so. I want my significant other to look like Tommy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. That's, I don't even think that was on this podcast. <laughs> no, that was just in our life. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Calm down, everybody. Calm the fuck okay, down. Okay, calm. I need you to mitigate my emotions. <laughs> okay. So, okay. this next story comes to us from Jay. J-A-Y-E, they, them. Hi, Jay. Am I the asshole for getting mad at a friend for misgendering me? Do you want to take a bet? Does anyone want to take bets on this? Probably not, I think, yeah. (laughs) You'd be surprised. No, I'm joking. Yeah. (laughs) I've been been friends with someone I used to call my best friend for over 12 years. A few (sighs) years back, she moved out of the country to go to college. During this time, we stayed in touch and saw each other when she would come back to visit her family. About a year before she moved back for good, I came out as non-binary and changed my name and my pronouns. I am honestly very lenient with my pronouns with people that are not close to me, but I do have an expectation for my close friends that use my to use my chosen name and pronouns. That being said, I understand there is a learning curve, and I am very patient. Perhaps too patient at times. Since she's moved back, our lives have gotten separate directions. However, we both made attempts to see each other and hang out. My problem is, she can just not get my name and pronouns correct. It's been over a year since she's been back, and it's almost like she isn't trying. That's too much time. Yeah. I don't think she's doing it on purpose, but it hurts. It does kind of seem like it's on purpose a little bit, but... She didn't learn... She's not learning. ...your new name and pronouns on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What is it? Because she hasn't shown any prospect of getting my names and pronoun correct, Mm -hmm. I've noticed that I've started to pull away from her. I've had this conversation with her that she, when she dead names me and misgenders me, it hurts, but I understand everyone learns at their own pace. 
At this point, though, I think I've hit my limit, and I and I just don't want to see her because I'm anxious about her misgendering and deadnaming me. Yeah. Am I the asshole for pulling away? No. No, dude. No. Literally no. anyone can pull away from anyone for any reason. Any reason, yeah. You'd be and fine. This is a pretty valid fucking reason. Yeah. A year. It's been a year. Yeah. Of someone not taking the time to get it fucking memorized. Yeah. And I think I used to be worse about changing pronouns and names for people and not trying not to assume people's pronouns because for the longest time everyone was just kind of just going with he or she yeah before really understanding non-binary people or even Mm. trans people and you know you would read about someone not knowing their gender and you would go he did this yeah instead of they which is actually fucking crazy yeah (laughs) yeah because then you, it always sets you up for an awkward, like, actually, it's a woman. Yeah. You know? Is it, I don't know. It's just weird. Why haven't, why didn't we do that? I don't know. <sighs> Especially when other languages have that. But, so I understand that there is sometimes a learning curve, but I've read about this before. And it usually when it's like somebody that is used to seeing you uh, as your dead name and your previous gender, <sighs> they're it's it's that they're always going to see you as that like Mm. as if you're putting on a costume and performing yeah and that's why it's hard for them to get over that hurdle which is harmful in itself yeah because you want them to validate your identity you know and uh because our society has become more individualistic it's people are like well you shouldn't need to validate other people to validate your emotions or whatever, but it's not an emotion. It's a fact. It's, yeah, a, it's fact a fact about you yourself. Yeah. You know, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's like one of the, one of the worst, I think symptoms of our society, which is, uh, individual people can just have whatever thoughts they want and they don't have to change them. Mm. They don't, it, uh, with yeah. facts, you don't need facts. Them. It doesn't matter. They don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. And feelings don't care about your facts. That's, yeah, but that's literally what I mean, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, that's what hurts. And I think, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Anyone that is like 12 year relationship over some pronouns. That's stupid. That's no, stupid. It's, no, yeah, it's important. That's a fundamental part of your being. That's fundamental. Yeah. <laughs> to the way that you live. Having somebody that you've known for 12 years can't even give you the basic respect of trying to see you in this way. Yeah. It's crazy to me. I don't know. It feels like it feels like um like uh this is like a I don't know if this is gonna be a good analogy, but I feel mm-hmm. like if you for 12 years live in one place and then you move to another place and then your friend just keeps sending mail to the old place. Right. Yeah, it does kind of feel like this. You'd get pissed off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in that way, it doesn't even really harm you. It's more just like, well, my friend's being stupid. And in this way, it's almost like if they did that and then they also stabbed you. you yeah, know? they did that and then, yeah. Somehow they just stabbed you every single time. Like every time you got mail sent to the wrong address. They would come up to your house and then just stab you real quick. Yeah, some, so they know where your house is. Somebody would stab the they shit out of you. They know where your house is. And then you have to call them and be like... Hey, hey, can you not stab me anymore? And can you send the mail to the right address? Yeah. <laughs> because that's what's causing the problem. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, okay. And Next then they day, would do it again. In the mail slot, stabbing at the house, yeah, drive back home. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Yeah, no, not yeah, you're not the asshole. No. No. Shit. Solve it. <laughs> shit. Fucking okay. shit. If, if I don't Fuck. do the high five, we don't solve it. <laughs> if, if you solve it in real life, in, in the game, you solve it for real. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's that's dumb <laughs> Ooh, backwards oh, yeah, hat backwards josh because we're solving now we're solving we're solving now yeah okay you ready i'm ready yeah i just got distracted by a speck of dust hell yeah fucking thing but i'm ready this is anonymous she they hello i was wondering if i am the asshole for breaking up with my ex he him of three years over a phone call it's a, that's the, it's a long, that's it's a, the entire title. It's a long title, but okay. For context, I originally dated this person when I was a freshman in high school for five months. We broke up because at the time he was immature, as most high schoolers are. But what really made me end it was he told an anti-Semitic joke towards a good friend of mine at the time. Fast forward to our junior year of high school and I had gotten close to them once more. We started to go out now, both 17 years old. I was very anxious around drugs and alcohol having had experience with others drinking and growing up with asthma, so pot always made me super anxious. This was a big thing in the beginning of our relationship and was always a struggle. They would go hang out with friends and drive intoxicated from pot. So I'd ask, can you at least tell me if you're doing it, and if you do, if you drive, get home safe. I feel like I was overreacting, but it made my panic attack level rise, not knowing if he was safe to drive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's a reasonable That's ask. a very reasonable, yeah. As I've grown up, I can see how I may have let my anxiety really control that situation, and I have grown from it. Um, I understand that mm. from somebody who has anxiety. I do think it's based in logic because it no, is yeah, driving agree. intoxicated. Yeah, under it's, the pretty, it's fucked up. So yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> the relationship was great while we were in high school and could see each other every day. However, fall of 2019, we both went to college. Granted, we were both close to each other as it was only 30 minutes from our town to his college. It became clear, though, that unless I put the effort into date ideas or to go see him, not much effort would be put into me. I shrugged it off, but I feel like a good example of this was his birthday. I worked with his dorm room friends and set up a surprise birthday for him. Granted, it was a few streamers and a crappy pie, but I was let in and he didn't know I was coming. I did it because birthdays were were so important and I knew his family wasn't going to visit him on his actual birthday. Mm. The next day, being Valentine's, I picked him up and we were going to spend the night at my house after dinner. On the way to my house, he asked to stop at CVS, which I happily did. When he, we got inside, he told me to pick my Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> All right, well. I was hurt. I had done this I had done this birthday and got a Valentine's gift for him. No thought was put into me. The next month, the pandemic hit, so we were all at our homes and couldn't see each other. I understand this, and so I tried finding ways to virtually keep in touch. Netflix parties, McDonald's parking lot dates, and separate cars. However, we kept growing further apart. They have a close relationship with their mom, and whenever I would ask if we could do something, he would have to make sure it didn't interfere with whatever he was doing with her. Uh, okay, alright, well... <laughs> a little weird <laughs> FYI he lives with her and we were in quarantine this also happened with other things too he would make plans with other family members and it was just continuous I feel like an ass because I know it's family but it was excessive I was just something that could be put to the side so this continued to happen and I was on the back burner 
weird. It's a little. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. The only thing I could think of if it's like early pandemic, if he's worried about getting COVID and giving it to the mom, but that doesn't seem like what it is. It seems like he has plans with his mom to like go out. To go out. <laughs> That's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. After my birthday in October, I stopped making any effort to see if he would. I would get a good morning text and a good night text. Maybe a few in between, but we didn't talk. That's crazy. That's Dad. wild, yeah. A text is nothing in quarantine. Morning. Night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's two, That's one word away from a Jack White song. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a text of the middle of the day. Noon. <laughs> Noon. Night. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not sad. I'm sorry, He's the worst yeah, boyfriend ever. This is the ever. worst boyfriend I've heard so far, yeah. No dates were made, not phone calls, so I finally asked in December for a virtual date. He said sure, and as we were watching it... Whatever. <laughs> whatever uh, you want to do, I guess. Weird. Sure, sure yes. whatever. Fucking, I, I guess I got nothing going on. Whatever. <laughs> he said sure, and as we were watching it all, all I could think about was I had to ask to have time made to see me again for almost two months of nothing. After the episode was done, he asked if I wanted to watch another because he wasn't doing anything later. I got nothing going on, bro. You want to do something? (laughs) This caused me to break down and tell him how I feel as I've held on to this weight for months. I told him how I am not a priority in his life anymore and that unless I am the one making the plans, we do not even really talk to one another. He told me that he doesn't connect virtually and only really connects in person. I then told him that uh, I can hear and understand that, but if you know your partner can feel connected through watching something together, even if you are not physically together, wouldn't you want to do that for them? To show them you care for them? Yeah. Yeah. So I told him that he needs to start putting effort into the relationship or he cannot continue as it wasn't healthy for both people. I need water. Yeah, I take a, yeah, I take a nice <sighs> little water break. Yeah, this is a... What is she? Yeah, Jesus, already. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just let t- two months go? Yeah, it's pretty fucking Before insane. being like, yeah, I don't connect with you through the phone. Yeah, so like, whatever, man. Fucking... So I told him that he needs to start putting effort into the relationship or it cannot continue as it wasn't healthy for both people. That it cannot be only me trying to see him. After this, he made plans for two days after the argument, which was Christmas Eve, so we could exchange gifts. Which was something we were going to do at some point anyways. After that, I got nothing. Just the same morning and night text. A few in between. He did call me on New Year's Eve, but that was it. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> that's pretty fucked. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Christ. I knew after that I wasn't a priority anymore, so as hard as it was, I asked if we could meet up that afternoon. I was so anxious that I couldn't eat and I was breaking down. I had loved this person for three years and they were such a huge part of my life. I still love them and know that it wasn't just the right time, that it just wasn't the right time. They couldn't do both with life and school, but I deserved to feel appreciated and also have that love reciprocated without having to fight for minimum attention from them. They told me they couldn't meet up because they had to do something for their family <laughs> and maybe some other time. Classic. Yo, dude. And ending on a banger, dude. Fucking same, same old, same old. Hey, can I meet up with you to go? Your, you haven't met up with your girlfriend in a year. And then she's like, hey, do you want to go to a diner to like talk? talk? Means you're going to break up. And yeah. then you're like, actually, I got plans with my mom. So can't do that. <laughs> uh, Avengers just came out, bro. We got to watch. <laughs> I got to go watch Endgame. Gotta go watch Endgame again. It's re-released because there's no other movies being made right now. <laughs> I was so anxious and felt sick, and the day they wanted to meet was the anniversary of an important loved one's death. 
Jesus. My condolences. My condolences. What's so up? I couldn't wait, and I called them. I broke up over the phone with a three-year relationship, and I feel so guilty. I couldn't wait and sit in that anxiety, and they couldn't give me the ability to do so in person, so am I the asshole for breaking up with them no, over the phone? No, not the asshole. He couldn't even see you. For your own breakup. <laughs> for two months. For two months. Morning. Night. I don't think you're an asshole at all. No, I think you if your boyfriend just stops putting effort at all yeah. into the relationship, you have the ability to just like ghost him. Yeah. Because he's trying to ghost you, basically. Yeah. Yeah, no, obviously not the yeah, because like fucking no effort on his end. You should not be putting any effort then. You should be yeah, no. finding someone that will put effort towards you. Right. Why would you put effort into the breakup? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even to the breakup. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Like, why? Send a text. He's not giving you effort. Why yeah. would you put in more effort? Just say it's over. Don't talk, talk to me ever again. We're through. Hey, I'm done. Yeah. I'm keeping your jackets. <laughs> hey, it. if you're not, co- like, you know what? It, it's, I'm toxic, you know? Yeah. But I would so be like, hey, listen, if you don't show up at my house within the next month, I'm going to go fuck other people. <laughs> Thank Christ we live together then. <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck? I would, you know? Because it's like, hey, what? You know? Fuck. Yeah, at that point, yeah. No, I get what you mean, yeah. If you have a job and a, a, an employee doesn't show up... For a month, yeah, they're fired. They're, they, they're they might automatically well fired. Yeah. They it's abandoned their position. That's kind of what this is. abandoned the position, Yeah. He abandoned his role as boyfriend, and now you get to be free. Yeah. You're able to, you know, free yourself from this emotional Yeah, and obviously you're trying to put effort in. You're going to make someone else happy. But you're clearly, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. If he doesn't see your value, like shit. If he doesn't doesn't see your alpha female value, then... I mean, and this was probably the best thing, because with guys like this, you go and you tell them, like, hey, if I'm giving you a lifeline, and they'll be like, oh my god... I'm so sorry I didn't know that this was such a big deal. You're right. I'm really going to change. And then they change and then they go right back to it. Yeah. Give it all. It takes a week before they're back to like. Morning. Morning. Noon. Night. Night. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's such a funny idea. Yeah. Just literally just saying. Yeah. No. Such a low fucking effort. Just texting someone the time. 732. <laughs> yeah. 215. <laughs> At 420. <laughs> nah, he's too stupid. He wouldn't even do that. Like Texting every single person at 420. Yeah, 420. Yeah, I'm going to do that to my friend. I'm going to do that to Aaron. Oh, you are? Yeah. yeah. Monday through Friday, just 420. Hell yeah, dude. And Hold then on, he's going to be like, Aaron. then he's going to be like, how dare you fucking waste my time? All right. <laughs> he's going to be freaked out. He's he's gonna, gonna, like, he's, you're going to text him 420, and then he's going to be like, <laughs> why do you keep texting me this? But yeah, I solved it. More effort into it. Hold on, please. Okay, High okay. Five. Yeah, well, up here. Up yeah, here, up then. here. Up here. All right, all right. Okay, Hold you on. gotta do. It. We gotta look at the elbow. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why would you put any effort? I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm joking. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I'm tired. I'm sorry. All right. That's fair. Now you're good. So, this next story comes to us from anonymous. Anonymous. Sheer. Am I the asshole for telling my friend they can't stay with me? I have known my friend since I was a freshman in high school. We had dated very briefly at the time and broke up maybe two months later after getting together due to me being uncomfortable with long distance. Oh, okay. 
Back in late 2019, we had gotten in touch again. Within a week of getting in touch, they became homeless. Soon after they moved in, they moved. We had stayed in touch while they were gone, and I helped them in any way I could. Recently, my friend moved back, and they told they had been off and on homeless, being homeless once more. They had pretty much refused to get a job and gotten into trouble. Oh. I have an apartment with my boyfriend and two other roommates who are close friends. Due to me having an apartment, this friend had proceeded to call me while I'm at work for three straight hours after telling them I'm at work multiple times to a point where I had to call my boyfriend at 1 a.m. I work at nights to oh. make him tell my friend, no, I'm not picking you up and no, you're not staying here. Since then, that friend had texted me freeze three days straight begging to come over or to get a ride. Recently, I had to get my roommate involved because they wouldn't stop texting me no matter how many times I explained why they can't and saying that no, they couldn't stay in the night. My roommates and my boyfriend say they're using me as in the past, say, saying they're using me as they, they did in the past, and I have no and I had to help them money wise, and they've asked me to do things I didn't feel comfortable with, and have made me feel bad any time I've ever said no to them. Okay. Everybody around me says I need to block them. Am I the asshole if I did? Am I the asshole for even saying no? I need some advice. Some sometimes we get stories where it's just somebody asking for permission. You got permission. You, you have block permission. Them. Yeah, you can do it. You can do this. Whatever. Yeah, you're good. I don't know. I think in general, somebody judges you for doing this. I'm like, you know, I don't know. Maybe if you want to be a good person, like help them find a shelter, help yeah. them find resources that will get them out of the situation. But if they refuse to find a job, if they refuse to do the steps of trying to get out of that situation, then yeah, that's not much you can do, especially if you're not able to host them at your house or you don't feel comfortable hosting them. Yeah, because yeah, if they make you feel bad for saying no to anything, yeah. or like, and I will admit, I'm speaking from a place of privilege. I've never been homeless, mm. so I don't that's know true. if it's something that if somebody has insight about homelessness and why necessarily you know they should help or what they can do if they can't host this person. I think I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I'm it not seems like judge this person's been that. shitty to you, you know, and trying to take up all your time while you're working and like... Yeah, and I will say, like, I don't think shitty people should be... Hom- I don't think anybody should be homeless. No, yeah, no, everyone should have access to housing. Yeah, but in this case, it's like, they need to go to somebody else. Mm. They need to find someone else. Especially if you're unable to, like, do anything, yeah, like... And if they don't have someone else, they need resources, and... Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do. Yeah, and I think that's a pretty reasonable thing to try and do. Yeah, I think most people would be like, you don't owe them shit! Fuck them! Fuck the homeless! So going an extra step of being like, oh... Here's some resources, Here's something but in the area. Yeah. I think you're Give fine. them the resources and then block them, you know? Yeah, if they just continue to want to, you know... Try and take up all your energy and time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're like, I don't know, shit. They, they've been shitty to you in the past. You don't... You're not obligated to, like, help someone who's been shitty to you. Yeah. I don't think you're obligated, no. No. Uh, I don't think you're the asshole. No, I don't think you're the asshole at all. I just think it's a shitty situation in general. Yeah, it's a shitty situation in general. Yeah, it fucking, we should, it's, has anyone heard about socialism? (laughs) Right, yeah, like, (laughs) if this is a mental health thing, if they can't get a job because of their mental health, they should have access to mental health services and, right, but it's like, it's not your fault the system is broken. Yeah. Yeah, you know? So and, yeah, no, yeah. Don't blame yourself for a broken system. Yeah. Just try and fight for a better system and try to help them in a way that won't hurt you. Right. And if they are they're, truly they're gonna be choosing shitty. to be homeless, it's and like, and if they're choosing to be a shitty person to you, 
you don't have to you don't have to be the one to help them right yeah but i do also want to say like homeless people aren't it's not like you have to be grateful to receive service yeah you know so i think that's also a stereotype we should avoid but um i don't know i don't know this is kind of why you treat everyone with kindness though because well you might be homeless yeah uh, yeah damn yeah solved it did we solve it um i think we solved it yeah yeah okay this is from sarah she they (gasps) he yeah i know you sent it a story from our own podcast so this is from sarah (laughs) she they he using whatever order you want lol okay all right okay so any pronouns pretty much am i the asshole for considering cutting off my friend probably not yeah i'm probably not this one's kind of long. I'm really sorry in advance. I'm 18, gender fluid, and bisexual. My friend is 19, lesbian, and a trans female. We've been friends for four years. They've gone through a lot together. We've gone through a lot together and have always been there for each other, but for about a year now, I've felt like I'm really only there for her. I feel like she now only uses me as her therapist and second option. She had confessed to me soon after we met that she had feelings for me and has confessed again in between and even during a couple of her relationships. Her relationships are usually short and never really end well and she tends to come to me to vent for comfort and soon tell me again that she quote actually really likes me. A little weird. weird. Even if you are interested, if someone was like, no, I actually like you. No, I actually like you. I'd be like, what do you mean actually? (laughs) No one else loves you, but I I actually love you. That's such a shitty way to tell someone you love or like them. Yeah. It's like it's Sarah. It's middle. Sarah? Actually? Actually, I like you. You know, I didn't think I was. Right. It's such a like I'm above you. Yeah. You actually, know, I didn't think you'd be worth any of my time, but actually, you're pretty cool. You're pretty epic. Like, dude, shut up. Yeah, stop off your fucking high horse. She once even told me she had a crush on me just an hour and a half after getting out of a six-month-long relationship. That's a pretty quick turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty quick, you know, gotta, 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 gotta applaud that. Me thinks the relationship ended a couple of months earlier, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, spiritually. I think the emotionally. I think it ended six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> My point is it makes me really uncomfortable since I've told her clearly many times I've never felt the same way about her. And I've been in a happy, loving relationship with my boyfriend for two years. So the whole time she has a boyfriend, she's like, actually I really like you a lot. Actually. And the boyfriend's just standing here like, I'm right fucking here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Calm down. She vents to me a lot about personal issues, physical and mental health challenges, as well as having homophobic parents and family. I understand that, as I also have many of the same mental health issues, my parents aren't homophobic, but have a hard time understanding my sexuality and identity. I'm her friend, so I know I should listen, and I want to be there because I know what it's like to be alone and to have no one to talk to, but she rarely asks me how I am anymore, just rants until it's out of her system and we never talk about much else. I used to feel very close to and legitimately cared for by her, but I don't anymore and kind of feel taken advantage of. It's tiring and I've tried talking to her about it, but she started going off. And I won't go into detail, but I ended up feeling super guilty and apologizing for bringing it up because she felt so bad. <sighs> God, I'm sorry. It weighs really heavily on me sometimes. She has the resources for therapy, but still doesn't go. Just talks to me instead. 
I want to be there for her, but I don't feel valued and honestly feel kind of manipulated. Plus, I am not a therapist. Am yeah. I, yeah. Am I the asshole for thinking about cutting ties with her? P.S. Love the podcast, smiley face. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Uh, not the asshole. And also, we're not therapists, but also no, we're not. fucking. Yeah. Yeah, no, fucking. Um, no, nah, like if they have the resources. Because it's not even like you're saying stop talking to me about your problems. Yeah. It's just you're like sometimes ask me about me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, you're you're the you're the asshole if you want to talk about yourself all the time, you know. <laughs> you Meanwhile, know? I'm going to talk about myself all the time. The way that I've been dealing with that too cuz I have a friend that definitely will call me and be like listen to my life. Um is what I'll do is I'll just bring up crap. Not even about me, just like in general. Like I'll just be like, "Hey, do you see what Doja Cat posted on Twitter?" And usually they'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, no, what happened? And you can make shit up. Uh, you can make shit up, too. You can just lie. Um, I do a lot of shit where I'm just like, hey, did you know, like, um, like useful facts? Like, did you know the dolphins uh, rape humans? Something crazy. Yeah. That stops their the conversation. Her, yeah. That stops her thought process of my life is terrible everything is bad blah 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 and gets her distracted but it also i mean that's just in general for life that's life advice (laughs) and this very specific situation you've tried setting boundaries yeah she's not dealing with boundaries have been broken you're trying to do everything you can to set them up but it's not going anywhere and it's like and not only that she acted hostile yeah, she also has to ho- acted Two hostile. Boundaries being put, and up. she's yeah, like there's a big red flag for sure. Pretty big red flags. I don't know. I think I don't know, man. You've been dating your boyfriend for two years, and I know she's still like that's that's the supremely fucked up thing. Yeah, it's you need somebody that's a friend that's going to respect your relationship and yeah. you as a person. Yes, you know. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, cut them, cut them off if you want to. You know. Yeah, I think you're uh, you'd be fine for doing you'd be that. Totally fine. <sighs> what a crazy. Yeah, just crazy. You know, I don't know. I see these posts all the time, especially when people are like, "Can I? Do I have permission to cut somebody off?" I see these like Twitter posts that are like, "We are such an individualistic society." You know, community-based societies would have trouble cutting someone off so easily. And I'm like, but you're not the one getting the stories. You're not the one listening to the people that cut off these people. Yeah. Because they're people that are telling from their point of view, my emotional boundaries have been disrespected consistently to the point where I can't trust this person to respect my boundaries. Yeah. What else is there to do? Yeah, I cut them off. You can't just continue to communicate. Like, that's crazy to continue yeah, to communicate that would be with someone. That's the definition of insanity. Just expecting trying to over a over again. different result. Outcome, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You got to change it up. You do. Yeah. And, I mean, I think also what I've heard is maybe a boundary could be like, you do this again, I'm not going to talk to you for three months, six months. And then you come back. Yeah. Because you're like, I do care about you, but I really need you to respect me if we're going to continue to have a friendship. And if they decide to be hostile, like, how dare you not talk to me for be three like, to six months? Well, this is disrespectful. Well, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. So Bye-bye. I'm out I'm of forever. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't think you should feel guilty about that. I don't no. think people should make you feel guilty about that. 
That's ah. crazy town. Mm. No, I agree. You just want the best for people. Yeah. Wanting the best for somebody as an individual doesn't necessarily mean that we're contributing to an individual <laughs> and a hyper individualistic society. No, yeah, I agree with that. Isn't that an act of community? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Shit. That's what I think. Shit, man. But no. I don't know. No, I'm a Twitter user, Sarah. I think it's I an disagree. interesting relationship is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Solved it. That was, that a, good was a good that one. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. Our last fucking story, baby. Oh, wait, is it? Oh, no, I got two more. Wait, what? Yeah, that was the third one. Ah, oh, fuck. Really? <laughs> Damn. I thought that was the last one for some reason. Dude, you want to do the podcast so bad, and in the middle of the podcast, you're like, man, we're still myself. doing this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Our next story comes to us from Jade. She, her. Hi, Jade. Should I move in with my half-sister? Maybe. I need advice. I'm in a rut and don't know what to do. Mm. Little backstory. I, 18 female, in the past two years have gotten into contact with my half-sister, 25 female. I've gone down to see her a few times and we've kept in touch over the phone since we live in different states. The crazy part is we have the same mom but not the same father and we look exactly alike and I mean it's scary. I look like a spitting younger version of her when she was in high school, and she looks like me if I was older. It's almost like we're twins stuck in a different time lapse. Now, here's why I'm stuck. I was adopted when I was three, and she was taken by her father as a baby, so she never grew up with our mom, and neither did I after I was adopted. We both have been through a lot of hardships and trauma. She wants me to move in with her so she can she can protect me and give me a good life, and I really want to, but I'm scared. One, I... I have, I have never left my adopted dad for long since I've, re, I've, I've reactive attachment issues, so I'm extremely scared to move all the way to a whole different state with difficult with different weather and time zone, not to mention being away from my friends. I think normal people would be... Like, not normal people, but like people without that... People in general. ...would be scared also. Yeah. I love my sister, I really do, and part of me wants to pack up right now and go, but the other is yelling at me to stay. Is this just one of those things I need to get out of my comfort zone to start my life? A bird who stayed in the nest too long, perhaps? Or is it my gut telling me this is a bad idea? I have no idea, but I'm lost. How old is she? I think 18. Okay. Maybe stay for like a couple months. Yeah. Do like a summer. Yeah, don't, yeah, do a trial run. You don't have to like jump into it immediately. Yeah, you don't have to completely move. You could like go and, you know, if your dad is cool, like if your uh, adopted dad is cool with it. Yeah, give it a try. Like I was fucking... expecting like your parents to be, your adopted parents to be like, this is shitty. I'm gonna disown you if you go do this. But why not just go for a couple months? Yeah, just for a few months to see what happens. See if you really like it, and if you don't like it, then you know, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, oh, I think a trial run's gonna be good. Yeah, I think. I mean, and if you have the ability to do that, why not? Yeah, that, I think it's that simple. <laughs> there there yeah, you go. Fucking, it's fucking yeah. solved. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Quick solve. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That was easy. Yeah, that was a quick solve. Yeah, man, I, if, if there were more information, I feel like I'd be able to say more. But also, I'm yeah, like, yeah, if it, if that's not possible, I guess. Um, I, I, I think in general, <laughs> I warn against uh, kids big, that just turn eighteen making and like doing a big move across the the United States moves because it's usually easier where you're posted 
to be able to build an independent life and yeah. then you can go and start out and do and it's like only a couple of years later yeah but i get i get in this situation maybe it might be i get the vibe i, think, I, I get a there's a vibe here yeah. yeah for sure i think you should i don't think it's uh I don't think you should discount it for sure. I don't think you should. Yeah, I think it might be a good opportunity to connect with your yeah. sister and shit. So, yeah. yeah. Fucking solved it, dude. Call it a gap year and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, don't go to college. Yeah. That was what I was. That's the real lesson that's here. That's the real lesson here is never, never. Don't I'm pursue. I'm going to go draw from all my classes right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Fuck college. All right. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, do what you ever want to do. This is from anonymous she her, uh, but she just put female, so I'm guessing on pronouns. Probably, probably she her. Most likely she her. I was gonna say she. <laughs> Am I the asshole for calling out my mother in law for bad behavior? Which is a title that I wrote because there wasn't a title. <laughs> on Mother's Day, my six year old son was super excited to give his grandmother her gift and card. When he tried to hand it to her, she said no, 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 and ran in her room. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. I love this one. What the fuck? <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird one. This is a weird way to start. Okay, I'm going to start the Yeah, again. please start from the top. I want to... Did I miss something? <laughs> Was a sentence missing? Okay, okay. I'll say it again with em- with emphasis on words. My <laughs> On Mother's Day, my six-year-old son... Okay. Six years old. Six years old. Was super excited to give his grandmother her gift and card. When he tried to hand it to her, she said, no, 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 and ran in her room. (laughs) My son was devastated. Does your son try to give her a pipe bomb or something? Like, what the fuck? Is your son (laughs) the Unabomber? (laughs) Later, he came to me and asked why his grandmother doesn't love him. Yikes. I mean, I, I would also ask that question, yeah. If I was six years if old. I was six years old, yeah. And I tried to give a gift to my grandmother, and yeah. she went, no, no, no. No, no, no. Later, I found out she didn't accept her grandson's gift because her his father, her son, didn't yet say Happy Mother's Day. What? <laughs> you crazy woman? <laughs> you fucking weirdo? Punishing the son for the sins of your father, you <laughs> fucking wench. Okay, I don't know why I'm laughing so much. This is terrible. This is awful. But it's cr- the this is no, 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 no is really no, no, no. funny. <laughs> well, like Jurassic Park. Uh, 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 uh. Her son had his own gifts and was waiting for our son to give his. So he was gonna give gifts and say Happy Mother's yeah, Day. She so just waited why? a damn yeah. second. Jesus. Oh, fuck. And was waiting for her son to give his. Later, when we left to drive home to another state, I texted her and confronted her. I didn't do it at the house because I knew I couldn't control my temper and it would be bad. Over text, she dug her heels in more and didn't apologize. She blamed her son and I for what happened. I was pissed. Here's where I might be the asshole. Oh, okay. All right. On Monday, I told her son, my children, and I I told her, I told her, her son, my children, and I would no longer have contact with his mother. I told him it was no longer his decision. I've always said to everyone, I don't care what you do to me, but if you hurt my kids in any way, shape, or form, you are done. I felt like he would forgive this behavior because he always forgives her bad behavior. Because this isn't the first time she has acted this way. 
but this is the first time she acted this way to my son. He isn't mad about the decision. He is mad that I made it without him. Am I the asshole? Mm, probably not. I do get being upset that yeah. he's, up, he's not upset about the decision, but he's upset that you told his mother that he's never speaking to her again without yeah. talking to him first about it. So I guess that I guess that's a little shitty, but I get why you did it. Yeah, so, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, once a kid's getting fucking hurt, like. Right. Yeah. You, you kind of have to do whatever you got to do to protect your kid. Like, Man, OK, you know what? I, I don't care. I'm on your side. <laughs> I yeah. don't give a shit. I think. it. Yeah, I think whatever. I think on paper it's shitty to do that. But if you know you're going to sit down with your husband and say, I don't think we should talk to your mom anymore. She hurt our child. She hurt my child. She hurt your child. She hurt your child. She hurt your child emotionally. Yeah. Your child thinks she doesn't love him. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. Please stand up. And there's even a smidge of a chance that he's going to be like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about this. I don't think you should have to go through that conversation. Yeah. I don't think anyone should have to go through that conversation. I don't think anyone should be in this entire situation. Yeah. I don't judge you at all for that shit. I'm not going to judge you either. Fuck, man. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, not the asshole. No. And in fact, I think it's a tactical move. <laughs> I think it's tactical because now your husband has the choice of either being like, yeah, you're right. I have to, you know, hold my mom accountable for her fucking shitty behavior. Or I go against my wife and child. My child who was hurt by my mom. <laughs> <laughs> mind games hell yeah it is it's a mind game which is what the i mean i guess it's a little shitty but no yeah but i get why i get why But i'm not judging you about it yeah i won't judge you you know what i'm not you could do that wrong show if you think we're gonna judge you wrong yeah that's a different show uh but yeah i just think it's so funny that the mom was so upset that the husband didn't say happy mother's day First. Before your grandson gave the gift. She waited until your grandson gave her the gift and she went, no, 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 and ran away. And ran away. Like, fucking, nope, I'm not doing this. No, no, no. That's like, crazy. Fucking, I don't know why I thought of that, that the Linkara, whatever his name is, the guy in the fedora and glasses running real fast towards the camera. <laughs> like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's some insane shit. Fucking, yeah, no. Fucking, no. I see no problem with this. I would probably do the same exact... I mean, I'd probably be like, bitch, fuck you. Yeah. I don't give a shit what your son says. You know, I don't know. My my personal motto is like, you know, you could do whatever you want, but I'm going to judge you based on your actions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Just like everyone does. Everyone judges yeah. everyone off their actions. So it's like, you know, I don't think you should do that thing. And I am going to judge you if you do it, but you have the ability to do it. That is true. Yeah. Damn. But that's like a loophole of how to get out of this shit. So, <laughs> pro tip for next time. Pro tip. <laughs> Epic APWSDR tip. <laughs> Solved it. Nice. Nice. This final story of the night comes to us from Sam. He, they. Indeed. Mm, quite. Mm, quite, yes, Sam. <laughs> My friend is dating someone I hate. Ah. Trigger warning. Talk of ED. Oh, okay. 
I know this sounds like stupid teenage drama. All of us are rising juniors, but I do need some serious advice. I love stupid teenage drama, baby. All names change for privacy. So me, he, they, 15, and my friend Raven, he, him, 16, have been friends for about nine years. We've always seen seen eye to eye and never fought. More recently, that has changed. Mm. A few months ago, my friend group cut out this girl we were going to call we're going to call Seasons. She, her, sixteen, due to her doing some really messed up stuff, messed up stuff to all of us. Going through all of it will take too long, and I'm not about to tell other people's stories. That's because that's not my place. God bless you. But what she has done to me is called me fat (parentheses in a joking manner) then outed my eating disorder in front of a group of people at my friend's birthday party. <laughs> this is how that conversation went. Jail. Prison. Lock her up in a cell. This is how the conversation went. Okay, let's go. M, I want to hang off of this. S, no, you weigh too much. M, are you calling me fat in a joking manner? S, yes. Oh shit, wait, sorry, you have an eating disorder. <laughs> Jesus. This might sound like I'm overreacting, but it really hurt me no. and really set back <laughs> my progress. No, that is not. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Christ. I didn't say anything at the time because I didn't want to cause drama at my friend's party. And when my friend who was hosting the party confronted her later, she excused me from starting it by saying that started that by saying that started it by asking if I was fat, so it was okay. I guess she has kind of has a point, but she still hurts my feelings. No. No. Yeah. No. It's just no point. She didn't apologize till we all confronted her about it months months later. She also tried to come up with a shitty excuse about a message with an uh, with an apology not sending. Jesus. Oh. She okay. also made a lot of unfunny jokes that were not okay. Example, told me I'm a potential school shooter, made sex jokes about his relationship, even though I'm openly on the A spectrum, told me to stop dyeing his hair to pass more. I'm a trans man, and I also feel it's important to point out she's trans femme, so it's rude to say this to another trans person. Wow. And told me the musical artist I was using as a coping mechanism was bad and to, quote, get a new one. About five-ish months ago, Raven started dating her. That whole situation was messed up, but this is getting long already, but the short version is basically him and another one of my friends, be they them, was in an open relationship, and the rule, I guess, I don't know the right terms, was that they tell each other if they go out with other people, well, he didn't tell her anything and actually went out of his way to hide it from them. Yes, cheating. Yeah. They found out by seasons telling them about them going on a date... It was a little more complicated but that, than that, but I digress. B and Raven are broken up now, and Raven and Seasons are together. Anyway, so Raven knows everything she has done to me and my other friends and still dates her. This wouldn't be that annoying if he wasn't constantly talking about her, yeah. even going into depth about their sexual encounters, knowing that me and my other friend who he hangs out around don't like her. Every time I bring up the shitty things she's done to people, he gets uncomfortable and changes the subject. He even excused her actions for what she did to me at my friend's party and said she, quote, apologized in the moment. The apology was while she was outing my eating disorder while I'm hurt more than her calling my calling me fat. He's also been a lot more mean and judgmental about people's tastes, and he's made fun of me in front of people in what I think is an attempt to embarrass me. An example of this was when we were sitting out in the field one day talking with some juniors, now rising seniors. Uh, on one of them happened I had I have happened to have a crush on. Well, within that conversation, he proceeded to call me a fairy because I was talking about wanting a boyfriend. He's also bisexual, so it's not like it's in a hate speech way. And then saying the tattoo I wanted to get in remembrance for my dying grandma was, quote, gay. 
And when I reminded him about my grandma's condition, he doubled down and said, quote, well, it's still gay. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I walked away from that entire conversation with a sour taste in my mouth yeah. and not really liked hanging out with him. And I know people are going to say to just cut him off, but it's hard because me and my other friend Bug, he, they, are really close and always do everything together. And I don't think he wants to cut him off. I'm just really lost on what to do, so I'll take all the advice I can get. Thank you. Uh, we're going to also say cut him off. Sometimes in high school, yeah, you accidentally associate with bad people. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty bad person. With people that are bad. Yeah, and it took one bad person to really bring out the bad. badness. Yeah. The being a shitty person. It's one of those like, you know, bro, calling you, you can't a have fucking... a dinner with a Nazi. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. It's not like, you know, it's not like you have a dinner party with one Nazi. Everyone is a Nazi at the dinner table now. Yeah. Because they're okay with chilling with a Nazi. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that's kind of how, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, the good it's news, harsh. It, but yeah. yeah. It, the, the good news is that this is just high school. You'll be able to find new people that will actually respect you uh, later on. Yeah. But it, I, I get that it's hard to cut them off because, like, they. I think if anything, go to Bug and be honest about it. It's not talking shit about somebody if it's real. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not. It's not talking shit about somebody if it's true. You're not spreading quote unquote rumors because you're telling the truth. Yeah. It's the fault of their actions for doing it. Exactly. It yeah. might cause drama if Bug goes around and is like, yeah, they're talking shit about you. But then you know that Bug is also not the best person. Kind of person. a shitty person, yeah. So like. You know, I would just be like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to hang out with that guy. He kind of sucks. Yeah. So these are the reasons why if I was okay as an adult, as a 25 year old person, yeah. if I was hanging out with somebody and they were like, oh yeah, that tattoo you want to get for your dead dad. I think that shit is gay. <laughs> Which is what I did when you wanted to get that. Tattoo. Yeah, you did do that. I and totally now we've that. broken up. Yeah, <laughs> so, this is all a front. Yeah. But, uh, no, but yeah, no, if somebody did that, I would be like. Oh, I don't. I guess we're not friends. Okay, I would. I probably would be like, sure, I'm gonna go, and then I would never see them again. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> because like part oh, of they called you a fucking the oh part of have, ha, part of there being consequences for your actions is do you have to be a likable person for people to like you? Yeah. So if you constantly are like you're fat. Oh, you have an eating disorder. Oops, sorry. Uh-huh, your tattoo is gay. That t- yeah, you're de- a dead grandmother. Um, it's double gay now. <laughs> like if triple you're dog con- gay on now. Yeah, it, like it's ridiculous. The fact that you're trying to like you know, it's like quadruple is gay. <laughs> like it's also like why are you bringing math into this? Like, right, like whoa, okay, you're gonna be a mathematician <laughs> later. But you know, it's just like okay, fine, whatever. I'm not gonna cancel you on Twitter, but I'm also never gonna talk to you ever again. You just, I just don't like you now. Yeah, it's okay to not like someone. Yeah, they don't have to be like a, you know. And the the thing about this to me mm. that makes me sad is that people like this are now going to go ten, fifteen, twenty years and work on themselves <laughs> and become people that other people like. They're going to have friends. They're going to have a wife, a husband, a spouse. They're going to have a job. They're going to have a career. They're going to be successful. 
but they're going to have those years where they were a complete and utter asshole and they're going to go to bed and it's going to be 3 a.m. and they're going to have a flash of remember when I called that kid's dying grandmother tattoo gay and they're going to feel bad and they're going to lose a little bit of sleep they're not a psychopath yeah and they're going to lose sleep for the rest of their fucking lives until they go to therapy and it's some poor, poor fucking therapist's job to be like, yeah, you can forgive yourself or whatever. It's not your fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. Whatever. And then they'll forgive them themselves. Apples. But that takes 20 years too. Yeah. When they could have just been nice in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. But no, no fucking. Um, and avoided this eternal hell of guilt. Yeah, they could have, you know, not been so fucking. Do you, so the point is to look at them as you're just a sad person. You're just yeah. a sad, bitter person and you're on your own journey. And I'm just going to not deal with that because it causes me harm. Yeah. So I'm going to not become I'm a sad, myself. bitter person. Yeah, I'm going to remove myself from a situation and live my life. Yeah. And ha- find good people. Yes. Yeah. So you're not the fucking asshole. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally it. And that's like a pro tip that people don't learn until their 30s, man. True. Like, straight up. It's good you're living in this time where people are a little bit more open about. He, honestly, yeah, because being shitty. If, when I went to college, like in 2016, when I was a freshman in college, it was like, you know, kids were all like, ah, fucking making like, you know, rape jokes and sexual assault jokes and like all this crap and uh, shit that could ruin their lives. Yeah. And probably did. True. Yeah. <laughs> and they just did that because they thought it was funny. Epic lols. Ridiculous. And, you know, yeah, everybody deserves a second chance or whatever, but like it takes time. Yeah. It That's does take the time. cost. Is you time. do something shitty. Yeah. You got to pay your price in time. Yeah. Yeah. You're just making life harder for yourself by being a shitty person. Yeah. Ah, so you gotta try and be a good person. And you can be a good person without that person in your life. You absolutely can. And it's gonna be a lot easier. But yeah, if anybody said anything, any one thing that you said that they said to you, I would be like, cool. (laughs) And I would leave. I would leave forever. I would leave forever. Yeah. God, fucking Jesus. Did we solve it? Yeah, we did. I think we solved it, dude. You can be disappointed. You can be like, oh, you're one of them. And you can leave. Yeah, you can bounce. <laughs> and it's pretty epic. They can just bounce and leave and you're good. Yeah. And no one will blame you. And that's the ultimate power that you have over people when you're nice and you don't do things like that. Yeah. Because you're just like, mm, okay, sure. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go do my shit. I'm yeah. going to work on myself. Exactly. Yeah, take all the time you can to work on yourself and be a good person. And, and that person is going to burn in hell. You'll find other people that flock to you, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't, they go to heaven or whatever. <laughs> Their entire life is spent trying to become a person that goes to heaven. Instead yeah. of just being a good being person, a good person. In, yeah. in the beginning. Damn. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's our show, dude. That's our fucking we did show, it. Dog. We fucking did it. Sarah, what do you want to plug? You can follow me on Twitter. At T H A T S O'Hiran. That's T H A T S O H E E R O N. And that's also my handle on pretty much everything TikTok, Instagram, 
all things. Fair enough. What about you, bro Josh? I'm bro Josh on bro Twitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fucking late. Yeah, I know. Joshua Tinland <laughs> on Twitter, a guy named JC on Twitch. Mm-hmm. A guy named JC on most uh, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, APWSTR on TikTok. APWSTR production is on YouTube. Podcast yeah. will save this on all major pro- podcasting platforms. The podcast mm-hmm. will save this on fucking Facebook and Instagram, even though I don't update the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. I think that's everything else that's we every, do. That's yeah. it, yeah. That's our show. Thank you all for watching. That's it, bye. It is fucking 1 a.m. and we're, we've been awake since 10. 10 a.m. Christ. And we gotta wake up at probably wake up at 9. 9. So we're gonna go. Bye, everyone. Bye. Alright, outro. Outro, outro. We're, outro. Not, we're not doing outro, outro, outro again. We did that last week. We, we did that gimmick. Oh, I forgot we did. Yeah, we did. All right. We can't fucking work. <laughs> we're not going to be goddamn hacks. Joshua. Um, what? What, is what would you do if a spooky ghoul showed up in your dreams and spooked you awake? <laughs> I'd go back to sleep. <laughs> and what would you do if you woke up and he was there? Spooky. I, I grab my 38 Spooky. special and fucking shoot at it. I love that band. That's the ghost. That's the ghost. That's the ghost. It's the it's blue. I'm blue out of being out of Dude, if 38 special covered blue, I'm a deep up a day. I don't even know how that would sound. I don't know how that sound either. How did this tape stay up this entire time? It was falling apart. Like yeah. I thought it would be a funny, like, ha ha, you know, it falls apart. They got some pretty good shit at the dollar store, everybody. Yeah, go to this not sponsored. pumpkin. It slaps. Yeah. It's all, it's all. I'm surprised it's still running. I know. They got a little projector that will project a little skeleton. Ah, oh, but that did not. That it didn't not work under lights. Work. But if you're you have if a you're dark, in the dark place and you're spooky, yeah, and you got AAA batteries, then yeah, it's good. Dude, I want a ghost that wakes me up and starts singing "Hold On Loosely" by Thirty Eight <laughs> Special. You want that to be your alarm? Yeah, it's called an alarm. Yeah, but I wanted to be a fucking. I want Home Depot to make like a twelve foot ghost that sings. Hold on, outside of your window. Yeah, it wakes me up, and then I gotta walk outside. Turn turn it off. Jesus. (laughs) Home Depot, don't steal that idea. That's our. That's our intellectual property. APWSTR merch. (laughs) I gotta now contact warehouses. Yeah, that'll make a twelve foot ghost. This is a long outro. Yeah, I think there's something in there. All Goodbye. Right.